0: Thank you. fucking curse about taking all things film to full effect my name's ed next to me is my sheet co-host sean good morning film Effect. along with us for the ride this week is our brother justin boyd from the goodfellas crew what's up justin hey now before we dive into the wonderful world of 50s London fashion, I want to let you guys know that our ever-growing collection of previous episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, PocketCast, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite shows. Check out our brand new website at podpage.com slash thefilmeffectpodcast with all dashes in between all letters. So it's podpage.com the film effect podcast There you can access everything film effect related in one place including all of our episodes, along with our merch and other neat things. It's hey, Sean, where can everyone else find us on Instagram and Facebook?
1: It's going to be the Film Effect Podcast.
0: And how about that Twitter feed?
1: Film Effect Pod. Uh,
0: and if you're still swimming in endless AOL discs from the early aughts, what's our email?
1: <laughs> the Film Effect Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Do some shout-outs. Shout-out to his family. All right, and here we go for the week. Your next favorite movie who we've apparently inspired to go back and revisit the uh, Halloween franchise with our recent episodes. Yeah. And they're doing a little crow retrospective of their own over there, so check them guys out. Uh, Best film ever? You were doing Grease this week. Check out their Rock episode from a couple weeks back. And a reminder that Ian will be joining us next week for The Hateful Eight. Looking forward to that. Uh, M at Verbal Diorama they got their 100th episode coming out. They're covering uh, Avengers Endgame. Looking forward to listening to that. SpyHards, who are la- launching the Disavowed list. I haven't listened to that episode yet. It just released on Friday. I'm kind of curious, not going to lie. Uh, a couple more. Phantom Galaxy, uh, one of the hosts are local from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. N- yeah. Uh, I enjoyed their mass review episode that they just put out. It was like a three-and-a-half-hour episode where they just went on a barrage of reviews, everything from... Quiet Place Part 2 to Army of the Dead to The New Conjuring.
1: And just spread the gamut on all the, yeah, well, the new well, releases. What,
0: what perked my ears up is they did a review on uh, a, a fan film that I just watched the other day. Uh, this guy followed Dave McRae. He, um, from up in Toronto, he just did a um, 45 minute fan film that he did. He wrote, directed, helped shoot everything um, a sequel to Black Christmas it's called really yeah it's called it's me Billy uh,
1: it's, you know I you know I, I, I did read about that I haven't watched it How, it's, so it's, it's decent oh it's damn good really it is damn good
0: really? and you would not think for a second that it was just a, a fan film the way it was shot like, really it's kind of like I've seen some, to Bob yeah Clark's I mean he's and got stuff? some amazing drone work in that fucking thing really? it's really good
1: where can I find it?
0: Uh Dave McCray's Twitter not Twitter the uh, YouTube David Craig's YouTube.
1: Shoot me the no link. I will.
0: Right, uh, last but not least, uh Caught Horror Classic Show. They are back. A podcast that I thought died off back in November. Just out of nowhere last week dropped the surprise. Hey, where we're at? Where we've been, what's going on episode, and uh looking forward to hearing more episodes. And I thought they were done for for sure. All right, we're charting in the U.S., France, and Hong Kong, and we're still charting high in Nigeria. We're currently number 98 in the top 200. Ugh. Yeah. All right, it's so current events. All right, Evil Dead or Toxic Avenger, which one do you guys want to start with?
1: Um, looking for, honestly, I'm looking forward to that Toxic Avenger.
0: With the ever-growing list of it's, fucking... I mean, every day there's like a different member being announced. And it's like, wait, 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 wait who? Yeah, Wood, it's, what, who? Elijah Wood?
1: It's obviously... Kevin Bacon? You know, obviously, they grew up on it like we did. They're fans of it, which is why they're signing on board. I'm assuming Kaufman's evolved in some way, shape, or form. Gotta be. It's, because I, I, to I've be. met that dude. He's a really cool dude. I met him too. Yeah, he's you good. You know, he's just... He's, zany. Definitely, he's, he's definitely He looks as z- crazy he, as he looks. Yeah, he's as z- he crazy in real crazy life as, as his movies are. I remember discovering that film because... Friends of mine had told me about it. I think I was in, I was in Stricker Middle, probably 7th or 8th grade, and somebody was telling me about this movie they watched the other night where some kid's head got run over. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that sounds it may interesting. Maybe the best
2: scene in any movie
1: ever. Yeah. Hands down. And it's like obviously a fucking watermelon <laughs> like with a helmet on, but guy. you just can't beat it. And they got the little, they're keeping tally marks on the goddamn car. You know what I mean? So it's just so, and, and that turned me on to the trauma universe. I just went all in, man. Class mm-hmm. of Newcomb High. You know, I followed right up to Sergeant Kabuki, man. Went after after all the you know the Toxic Manager sequels. So um, I'm looking forward to that because, given the talent involved, I feel that it's wearing more love on its sleeve for the original. Um, I mean, this is what our third time back to the well for Evil Dead. I mean, this isn't uh, a direct sequel. to Fetty this is Alvarez. the third. They're kind of like They had what the Alvarez
0: remake. They did. had the Star Show, and this is like. A different story in the same I'm, universe. You know, I believe. Can
1: I say I'm disappointed about the game that got announced because it's multiplayer. I, I mean, I there was I, there was like. Two I thought it was
0: single player only.
1: Uh, no, no, no. There was this. The exact the, opposite. It's yeah, because uh-huh. it's it's picking more from the the cast from the Ash versus Evil Dead show and stars. Yeah, I saw that. So the additional characters are you know the, the, the young guy and the girl that he picks. Where up Where are you
0: people. at on that show?
1: Um, I we never, never really f- talked I, about I it never, before. I never, fi- I, I finished season one. I never even got to season two, so okay. I'm behind. I'm behind okay. it. I mean I love it don't get me wrong we'll watch it um, I will finish it but, um, <laughs> if you love it that much was, finish the damn there thing was, no I did and there was there were some hit or miss um, evil dead games in the past but they were my type Hail of game Hail to the like, King I'm sorry
0: Hail to the King there was that
1: one there was a boomstick game there was a one there, the, the, the one that was fun was where Ted Raimi voiced the little fucking ghost that ran around with you I forget which one that was that might have been Hail to the king. Did you ever
0: check out that Creepshow episode I was telling you about with Ted Raimi that was no. directed by Nicotero? That's no, a, no, I didn't. A, it is a full-blown Evil Dead sequel. You told
1: me, you told me. I didn't before because my, my Prime had lapsed so I haven't had a chance to try to do it. it like have, the you I, the, have you checked
0: that? You know what I'm talking about? The new, the new season I, of Creepshow.
1: I, I, I did Shudder,
2: like I did the free preview of oh, okay. Shudder and I, I didn't love it so like... Gotcha. So it was okay but what, like, what it, sucks it didn't for me have nearly is, as much is, stuff as I thought it was. Because I've
1: already got the Prime app through my TV with my Prime. Mm-hmm. I can't use his Shutter login, but like he's going to just give me a you know a panel on Shutter. Right, right. But it wants me to because I've already got my I, the only way I can get it on the TV is from Prime, so I have to use my Prime. Right. Info. I can't be like just sign in with this yeah. guy. Well, let me do it, which mm-hmm. is why I haven't watched Creepshow. Gotcha. and it,
2: like Creep show was. I think just they were talking about it, but it wasn't quite out yet when I had the free preview, mm-hmm. so I
1: never got a chance to watch it. It was last year, I, th- no. I d- you know, I did the two years preview. ago I did the preview years ago just because I wanted to I wanted to catch thirty one again and then like I went out just buying it on Blu-ray. Yeah. The anyway. one thing
2: I watched on shutter that I did love was um Cuso, is it called, that Flying Lotus movie. Did you ever watch that fucking thing? No, what is it? no. Oh, man, that musician Flying Lotus. He's like a DJ type musician, I believe. Yeah. He made a movie and it's just like a gross out kind of movie. Real, like, yeah. It's like it. It's the kind of movie you'll you might not like it, but you'll appreciate. It, right, like I *Madon*,
1: where it's just <laughs> kind, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah, kind of the shit out.
2: Exactly. It's just like just crazy. So yeah, like check well, that one. Out. What's it to called? Kuso. I believe. I could be misremembering, but I'm almost positive that's what it's called. All right. Well,
0: to wrap up *Takis Avenger* real quick, um, I just wanted to say. It stars Peter Dinklage. I don't know if he's going to be Toxy <laughs> yeah, or I what. I know right. Jacob's doing. Jacob <laughs> Tremblay is in it. I just hope that he's not playing another handicapped kid. He's always playing a mentally challenged kid in every movie. The Predator, I mean, he had autism. I don't. There was think... that movie, the, the the wonder, the disability. Wonder,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from I from I from. From. you know, I I really don't think they would uh, they would use one of these big names as Melvin because we all know Melvin ultimately becomes Toxy. Plus right. Dinklage,
2: I mean. Unless they're really changing it up. Mel- Melvin was young. and the Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah.
0: Tremblay's playing Melvin. That's right. That, but it's, I mean, he popped up in Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep went to get killed off in the one scene so I would,
1: When he got announced, I was thinking, okay, Tremblay may be playing Melvin, but I think the way they're going to play this is they're going to go with an unknown for Melvin. Obviously, you use a stuntman for Was Where's Melvin going to be in it? I If you read the synopsis, it kind of reads the same way. Maybe they're changing his name. I hope they don't. I hope he's still Kevin Melbourne Bacon's the villain, and Elijah Wood's cool. in it too. Yeah, I So that, I remember
0: about, I don't know. I think I think this was right around the time when Schwarzenegger came out of office was and was doing movies again full time. But yeah. like he had the Last Stand right. and a bunch of other stuff. He was chilling out left and movie right. With the with that was Abigail good, Maggie. Regal. That's a good
1: movie. Yeah. You told me that
0: was. Um, great. he was supposed to be in the running for the last time they were gonna. Resurrect this movie. He was gonna
1: play Toxie
0: No, I don't know if it was to- I think he was playing the villain. Really? He was. He post- like that. That was a big thing. Like, and then it just went nowhere. I didn't realize i have been kicking I'm, this around for so long. They've been. Mm. This is like the f- second or third time they've uh, announced the remake. That. But now well, they've mean, got. they are announcing uh, cast members this these time. Guys,
1: so. these guys are practically local. They're. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're born and bred out of Philadelphia. For Christ's sakes. So. Ah, yeah, dude's incredible. from
0: Baltimore. Oh, uh, what's no. his face? That's behind it. Um, no,
1: I'm ta- I'm talking about the original. The guy's drunk his
0: history. You know? I'm oh, talking, okay.
1: talking about the original trauma. Crew. Gotcha. So they're still kind of local, you know, because we're they're you know our neighbors up north, um, and uh, James Gunn came out of there. You yeah. know, James Gunn was like just a PA mm-hmm. back in the day. He learned his tricks from from Lloyd Kaufman. Look what he fucking learned, man. Mm-hmm. I like that guy's work. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We really recommend...
1: What would you get for a six-year-old boy who chronically wets his bed? Do
0: either of you two gentlemen have anything you want to throw out there?
1: Um, You go ahead. I got... I had an idea. I got to find it. Right. I'm
0: just letting the people... Yes. Know. Oh, go on, Justin. Oh,
1: you, you, okay, go. so... I had two movies
2: I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about Homeboy, which we just talked about a little bit, 88, Mickey Rourke. I was going to talk about Flesh and Blood, Paul Verhoeven's first English-language movie. Have you ever okay. seen that? No. Quickly, it like first hour and a half great last half an hour fucking terrible like i it just like fell off the rails so right. bad it's worth the watch because it's like Pure Verhoeven. Her- it's like extremely violent, like fucked up, sexual. But he's going over the top. Yeah, to satire. Like it, it's worth, you know, it's Rutger Hauer and Jennifer Jason Lee. Like it's, it's yeah, got You problem. and I were You and I were I talking was about, about that on the it. phone. Yeah. It's got problems, but it's worth a look. It's got, problems, phone it's phone look got
0: Jennifer like Jason Lee and Rutger Howard. and it's not the Hitcher.
2: It's not the Hitcher. That's right. I forgot they did that. Yeah. Um. But I got to talk about this fucking thing I watched last night. I haven't even mentioned it because I wouldn't save it for this. Have either of you guys seen This Must Be The Place?
1: Yeah. I, yeah Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah, Robert I Smith. Did, Have I, you seen I it? I did yeah. not finish <laughs> He directed I it. Got about <laughs> no, he didn't third. direct it. I thought he did. No no, no, no. I got about two-thirds of the way through. It's one of the most bizarre things I've ever it's, seen It really is. I, mean, I, I saw, saw, saw like when it first came out. When it first
0: hit the like indie scene. I indie think you laid
1: it to me like a bootleg on me out of the treasure chest. I remember reading about it, and
2: then it kind of came and went, and I was like, oh, it must not be the disaster that it sounded like it was going to be. But it really is.
1: It's, it's, it's fucking... It, it kind of meanders. Oh, know? it totally does. It's like and it starts off. I get as it. Like, He's like a mopey Robert Smithy ex pop star. Nothing about it makes sense. Like, no, you know, it it, de- but I, it
0: definitely doesn't. It's,
1: and he's got that weird high pitched voice. Yeah. Like just, just there were certain. Like the only thing I really appreciated in that was Frances McDormand. And she really. I only. She's only in the beginning. She's I mean, only in the beginning. I never finished it. Like I said, it I got makes it makes no sense that those two are married.
2: Right. So just right. The, yeah, exactly. The first 40 that. minutes it sets up this whole like it's He's going one way and taking it's like, revenge
1: on his dad. It starts as like, Holocaust like a or something.
2: like one of those like kind of heartwarming like uh United Kingdom comedies like local hero or the commitments or the full Monty. Like where it's kinda like the, the quirky, like village type people. Yeah. Like, it kind of starts
1: like that for, like, yeah. 40 minutes. And yeah, like, that's what I remember. And, it's, and then it's all of a like sudden, it, it becomes a holocaust. I felt the, the shipping gears. <laughs> like, ship and, just like, like, it took the joy for me, like, uh, the excitement for me watching. It, it, it was soon. never
2: anything less than fascinating to me. Like, at it one point, is, my I wife, get through like, woke up. She was sleeping, so that's why I put it on. And she woke up and goes, what are you watching? This is
1: some, this I some, said a, it's a si- really bad Robert Smith I said it's
2: simultaneously the worst and the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's fucking amazing
0: well I normally don't do this I'm recommending a film that we're actually going to be covering in at the end of June you motherfuckers need to be watching Last Action Hero I can't fucking wait to talk about this movie. I just bought the, the 4K this past week and was watching that just Primarily reminding myself movie. So, so underrated Ahead of its time you
1: know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it like this I'm looking forward To revisiting you it You haven't seen it Because it has been So long That I'm gonna be Coming <laughs> at it With a little bit More grown up eyes I watched it Watch like once Every five years no And right. I don't It's I, that I, kind I of movie Yeah, yeah. I, I wanna I wanna wait Until we're prepping For the episode mm-hmm. Before I watch it again I, I don't wanna cram it too Just close. to listen to the episode I might have to watch it I later. don't wanna cram it Too close So did, Now do you have A digital copy On that 4K Yeah it's not Up on the video But it'll be there Before yeah, all right, so so that's good. Um, I think what yeah. I'm going to recommend... God, that's such a wild fucking, it's, uh, it's, fucking I remember wild digging it, and I, I like where it was going, where it was like, like pointing out all the cliches and stuff, so... Um, I'm looking forward to looking at it that way instead of, like, eye-rolling. Yeah. Like, looking at it like, oh, okay, cool, I'm in on the joke. Yeah. Before, I was, like, looking like... I don't understand why that movie's so hated. Like I've not, I don't either. I, I never, have no I clue why. I hated it, but
2: I think... It's throwing its
1: own it joke my, completely. Like, if you don't like it, 20s. that's... Like,
2: I I even understand that, but, like, people fucking hate it. I know. It. And I'm like, Oh, why? yeah.
1: It's, I'm... Uh, I'm... I am. I'm looking forward to watching. It again. I'm looking forward to recording, but I don't want to watch it before we get close to you know episode prep because I don't want to get. It's yeah, been I so long. I don't want to double dip this early. Yeah. You know, I gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, um, what I'm going to recommend. I haven't watched it recently, but Justin and I were just talking about it before we went on air, and I don't think it's anything we ever brought up on the show. Um, talking about um, Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye. There you go. With where which was definitely like. It was at the time. It was a it was the modern day take on the classic, you know, Philip Marlowe noir detective story. But much like Inherent Vice, it, it plays like Inherent Vice, and like mm-hmm. Justin, and I said, like like Big Lebowski. It's got that whole Dashiell Hammett feel. Um, but like but, comic, like tweaked it Right, yeah. right And and what Altman did is brought it to a modern day setting Because it's not set in 1940s Los Angeles It's set in le- late 1970s Los Angeles Really, I think and it was
2: 74 I, I, th- I think you're right I think
1: it was the year I was born And so it's set in present day But it still retains, you know, the type of dialogue And, you know, like the, the shot compositions and stuff But it's Altman's dialogue And what sells it is Elliot Gould's delivery man he is the, the you only see him this sharp as as, as trapper John in, in when he worked with Matt with Altman previously in Mash like this is why Elliot Gould was the not quite attractive sex symbol though. <laughs> that he was He's like the then. biggest
2: actor in Hollywood for a the, period of time. Right. And yeah. it was
1: and he wasn't the most handsome guy on the, right. you know on the boulevard either. But it was that delivery. He had a way of delivering that smart much like he did in uh California Split mm-hmm. we talked about with George yeah. Siegel.
2: And Sterling hating is fucking monumental oh humorous. yes he's basically yes. playing hemingway
1: pretty much
2: and he's fucking greased so good in that movie
1: yeah so that's my recommend even though i haven't seen it in a little bit justin and I, Spartan, you know we're talking i'll about, lay it
2: on you i got a copy i'll bring it over
1: yeah time. yeah I, I watched it when it was on demand when i still had HBO when i still had like uh, uh comcast cable so uh yeah i'm going to recommend that just because it's a, a a cool slice of war with 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 Robert Altman's and has a
2: young Arnold Schwarzenegger in yes Hmm. very minor very small he didn't have any dialogue but he's
0: there alright you fellas ready to talk fashion (laughs) always got your mushrooms ready hey (laughs) there's an air of quiet death in this house and I do not like the way it smells this is Phantom Thread
3: You can sew almost anything into the canvas of a coat. When I was a boy, I started to hide things in the linings of the garments. Things that only I knew were there. Secrets. Good morning. Will you have dinner with me? Yes. I've been looking for you for a very long time. You look beautiful. Very beautiful. I have things I want to do. Things I simply cannot do without you. Reynolds has made my dreams come true. And I have given him what he desires most in return. (laughs) Every piece of me. (laughs) <laughs> Her arrival has cast a very long shadow. She's barely looked at you this evening, has she? May I warn you of something? My brother can feel cursed that love is doomed for him. I don't like the fabric. Maybe one day you'll change your taste. Maybe I like my own taste. Just enough to get you into trouble. Perhaps I'm looking for trouble. Stop! There is an air of quiet death in this house. You're not cursed, you're loved by me. Stop playing this game. What game? What precisely is the nature of my game? All your rules and your clothes and all this money and everything is a game. This was an ambush. Stop. Stop. Are you sent here to ruin my evening and possibly my entire life? Stop it. Whatever you do, do it carefully.
0: Alright, so before we dip into the usual first-time viewings, this, that, and the third, um, I want to kind of talk about Paul Thomas Anderson, the man of the hour here. Let's go around, how did we discover him, favorite films, show him, start us off.
1: Um, I, believe it or not, I discovered him with Hard Eight um, on... Uh, it was running on on HBO or Showtime or something. I think I remember reading about it. Yeah, it was.
2: Wasn't... It was one of those movies that was kind of in the ether at the time when you yeah. and I
1: were like in our mid twenties. Yeah, early
2: early to mid twenties. Yeah, and
1: and it, being, was, it would be on our radar. Right, kind of because so. being in the film where we heard mm-hmm. about this new guy who kind of did this new thing. Yeah, and that by far it's you know nowhere near my favorite PTA film, but that's how I first discovered him and. Even though I wasn't like I'm not a super huge fan of that film, I'm not saying that it's bad, but it's definitely not on you know one of my favorites. Um, I sensed a, a new voice on the scene. Yeah, it's a solid first movie. You know, for, yeah, for real. To, to kick the doors, talk about kicking the doors down. Yeah. He kicked the doors down, mm-hmm. and then what obviously blew him up was you know Boogie Nights. Yep. I was there. Yep. You know, you know it opened Friday. I was there Saturday morning with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, it was a Friday night because night it was you know a hip. I love films set in the 70s. It's set in the porn industry, which obviously intrigues early, you know, a 22-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. And this Paul Thomas Anderson guy was doing it, so, like, I turned to my girlfriend, I'm like, "Look, this is going to be worth our fucking money. We're going to go see this movie after lunch. You know, but yeah, it was hard. You mean
0: Paul Thomas Anderson kid? He'd be young as shit back in the year. He was like 26, yeah. I think, when he did the was was only years,
1: He was only a couple years older yeah, than me. Yeah. I would have been yeah. 22, 23. So he's only a few years older than me. He's like a year or two older than me. We're, we're around the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're only, you got me beat by about 10 months. Yeah. I right like you,
0: Justin.
2: Yeah. I mean, similar trajectory. Heart Eight. Um, I'm trying to think if I actually saw hard Eight before I saw Boogie Nights. I feel like I did probably, definitely VHS. I didn't see it in the theater. I think
1: what, what intrigued me was, was, um, Obviously, I I knew who um, John C. Riley was at the time. So I'm like, okay, I, I kind of like that dude. I've, I've seen him do some work. I like him, you know, playing a schlep. But then I I recognized Philip Baker Hall as like the character actor that he was. Yeah, he's, he like, was a that guy. Right, right, exactly. I'm like that wow. movie I'm like, actually that gave him. He still for is a that guy. But right. I mean, but I know his name because right. of. Paul Man, I, I do too. Sanders. Of yes. course, yes. yes. So that's and, and that's what. And of so like, okay, these two together in this weird, like, kind of. You know, sketchy noir casino flick, and I keep dropping that noir word a lot today. But That's what it, it is, does though, kind of, right? It does kind of play that way. Yeah. Samuel you know?
2: ja- Samuel Jackson's in it. Yeah.
1: Um, Gwyneth
2: Paltrow, when she was starting to get a name was gonna like say, yeah, as, as like as like serious actress, it was right. like okay, like somebody to keep your eye on. Right. Like, these like, people signed up to work with this case. guy right. who
1: hasn't done anything yet. Maybe it's something we should look out
2: for. Yeah. So there was that, and then Boogie Nights, like opening night. I, 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 saw, I saw it twice the opening weekend, actually, because I went with some buddies Friday night and then went with my mother on Sunday. Um, and
0: how was that? Watching I I mean, we like, Boogie Nights with Mom. I,
2: we've watched, like, the most uncomfortable movie we ever watched the, together was um, Todd Silence, Happiness. Because no, that actually has a jism shot at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <we're> t- <laughs> like, Boogie Nights, everything's just kind of implied, but, like, like, this had an actual jism shot, so that was like, and I remember looking at her, because that was, like, at the end of the movie, and I was like, I wish that didn't happen. Like that. Like, <laughs> it was just the most uncomfortable yeah. thing. But no, Boogie Nights, like we knew what it was going into it. So it's like, you know, didn't
1: you tell me you dress up like Burt Reynolds? Yeah, was Friday Friday, it
2: opened on Halloween. So and like, so you had I was, your like, red That shirt, was Burt Reynolds bo- that year. Like, you inspired by Boogie Nights. I was, I was smoking in the band at Burt Reynolds. <laughs> right? the red shirt, the hat, Two tight jeans, cowboy boots. Did you had a mustache grown in? I, I had, a fake mustache. You had a fake mustache. I couldn't grow facial hair at that point. You're right. So <laughs> I had a fake mustache. That's, and I figured, like, I thought that this was a movie. Justin's people, a huge Burt fan, yeah, guys, by Burt.
1: the way. Jo- Justin's the biggest Burt Reynolds fan I ever met.
2: So I thought that this was going to be like an event. Like, people <laughs> our age were going to be like, it's Halloween. Let's and, get fucked up and go right. see this movie. So, like. You, <laughs> My, so I, my two buddies show up Neither one of them have costumes on I'm starting to get a little like Uh oh I might be in trouble here <laughs> so we get to the movie then theater. You just embrace it. You're like, fuck. That's it right, Halloween. That fuck it. Right. And we get to the movie theater. I thought people were going to be like swinging off a of chandelier, like like, <laughs> like like the movie theater in Gremlins. Like I was expecting a scene or the the theater in yeah, Scream
1: Two. It's it's a big coked up seventies movie. Right.
2: I just thought it was going to be a party. So everybody's going to be partying in the theater. That's what I thought. And it was a gold, Golden Ring. Right. I, a obligatory shout out for Golden Ring. Fucking
1: Golden Ring, man. Yeah,
2: it was a Golden Before Ring. Before they were still in business. Like so, I'm walking through the lobby, looking like a douche. Get into the movie theater. There's maybe eight other people in the theater. <laughs> like, nobody's uh-huh. dressed up, nobody's overly excited. So that yeah, that was opening night, and then I went again. Like I loved it. Went and saw it two days later. You were expecting
0: right a happy ending to that story. Tough shit.
2: <laughs> What's that?
0: Your little. You were building it up like you were going to go into that theater and there was like eight oh, little yeah, Burt no, no. in was, there it or was something. Like crickets. Like
2: yeah, you know, it was it was the complete opposite of what I imagined. <laughs> yeah, cannibal Run.
0: Right. Yeah, Smokey and the Bandit. Bert. Yeah, <laughs> Cop and a Half. Bert. You know, it's a variety of birds. Seeing
1: fucking Boogie Nights.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was, there was only one Bert in there besides uh, Bert moments
1: <laughs> on the movie. I would have matched you up. I don't want his Gator McCloskey. Right. Hey. That's I mean, on YouTube right now. It's, it keeps recommending me to watch it. It's oh, one dude, the fr- you've never seen it? Movies. You've seen that? What
2: about White Lightning? You ever seen either one of them? White Lightning's okay. Gator's more entertaining. Yeah. Gator's the better of the two. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, after Boogie Nights, obviously, it was just like, all right, this is a guy. I'm going to see everything he does. And then Magnolia came out, and I was there, I think, opening weekend. I don't think I saw that opening night. And Magnolia is my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson. Magnolia really? I I fucking love. Either Magnolia.
0: make it or it was either make it or break it for him if you're a fan. Like you're either going to be on and fully I, on deck yeah, with this guy was, for the was, for the duration of his I career. I get why people don't like that After movie, the raining blame. frogs, you're either yeah. with me or fuck you. No,
2: I understand why people don't
1: like and that. And there's movie. like little subtle hints to like the, like bible verses in there like the, the whole movie. 42, like you watch like I've like the, seen the, that the movie rope like is like 12 a line times. like like a four and a two. The whole movie is just rife
2: with references and cross references and bible like you know um, whatever. But yeah, the whole thing is like that, and that's that's why it's so good. That's why I like it so much. And he's still like copying Altman and Scorsese yeah, moves at that is. point. Is before he became his own guy, right? Um. But yeah, no, like I've, I've, the how only one um, I haven't seen in the theater is my other favorite of him, which is The Master. I was going to ask, how you I've, feel about The Master? I just watched it again the other night. It was you, on I, the other night. I missed the I love first half it, an it, hour, it, What I love is, about like is how it doesn't
1: now. outright acknowledge, oh, this is fucking Scientology. Right. It more or less. But it's, it really is. You what? ever read, I think it was like they gave the script to Paul Haggis or some ex-Scientologist, mm-hmm. and he literally made, he pointed out like, over like 37 bullet points in and a how shooting script it was. about like, yup, that happened. Right. Yup. He changed just a little bit right there. You know? Yeah. And I, I think my disappointment with that was it ends before it blows up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, no he's, I, at the, I,
2: he's at the top of his game when it ends. But, right. But, but, it, ends, but it ends
1: before it sweeps the world. It right. ends with him. Like uh, he's, 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 exile, he's obviously, You can see himself. it starting
2: to blow up because that, that place he's got, that office he's in at the end, like I've never seen an office like that. Yeah, and know? he's it's, it's, it's obviously out, he's it's he's crazy. living in
1: exile because you know he's been trying to be tax exempt without legitimacy from the government yet.
2: But he's not doing shit out of Laura Dern's living room anymore. Right. He's got this fucking right. massive so he's building it up. That thing I,
1: is. I wanted like at least a little epilogue showing it sweeping the nation and bringing one. You know, obviously, but he it, wasn't like really,
2: the Scientology, Scientology would shut that down. But that's not even what the movie's really about. Like, that's what his character is about. Right. It's, it's But the it's, movie's not about Scientology. Like, that's what it was built like. Oh, it's, it's Paul the... Thomas Anderson's Scientology movie. It's like, oh, Phantom Thread is Paul Thomas Anderson's fashion movie. No, that happens to be what he does.
1: It's the entry point. Like I said, it's, it's really what the they grim. use to
0: lure you in. It's the yeah, fashionable exactly. thing. But it's, exactly. not, it's not even a fashion film.
1: And
2: that's what the Scientology aspect is in The Master. It brings right. you in, but it's really not even about
1: that. It's a character study with the foundation of yeah, Scientology. Definitely. Whereas we're about to talk about a character study with the foundation of pop 50s mm-hmm. fashion. Yep.
0: So I didn't get into him with heartache like you fellas, and certainly didn't see Boogie Nights in a the theater. I It was Boogie Nights, though, but it wasn't until March 98 when it came out on VHS, and me and some buddies on a Friday night we were looking for something to do. We were How would rent? And I'm like, 98, 13, going 14. And right time to see it. Yeah, rented yeah. it. You know, old loved to, it. to get what's when going on. When you're getting on. into
1: movies, seriously. Right. It's, yeah. And it's got that nice flash pop and circumstance it mm-hmm. makes you feel like, especially at Ed's age, you know, to experience the 70s right. as kind of as close as he possibly could at that point in time, mm-hmm. I would think.
0: And I you liked know. Magnolia. Yeah. But really, sealed the deal for me was Punch Drunk Love. Which is
1: the one movie of his I
2: do not like. Punch see, Drunk I'm fucking on that one. I fucking love It's my favorite, favorite movie Is
1: his. I, I, I finally gave always... it a shot last year. And it's, I mean, I, I see his work. And I see his flourishes in it. But it just doesn't do anything for me. It, it makes me smile me every time I come <laughs> that, out of that that's movie. That's what it's supposed to do. I right.
0: come out of that movie in such a great mood. Yeah.
1: And that.
2: I've tried with that movie. I've seen that movie about six times because I wanna like it. I've, because yeah. people who I respect absolutely adore it. Like it's one of those beloved movies. And I'm just like I, mean, what am
0: I, not I, know, it, I
1: I'm in the same camp with you. Like I waited I I no so long and then because of this guy's pressure, I'm like, fuck it. Um, me and Mandy were sitting here. And as when I said PTA, she's like, fuck, I don't have three hours. I'm like, look, it's the shortest movie. It's It's short. (laughs) It's not even an hour and a half. It's it's 85 minutes. She's like, I don't have three hours. Yeah, the first (laughs) thing she does is look out the window to see if the sun's still up and determine whether or not we can press play, you know? So we did it. And we're both like, yeah, that was okay. I just don't understand.
2: All the things that people hated about Magnolia is what I like. It's self-indulgent. It's flashy. It's, It's like cutesy for the sake of being cutesy. Like, I didn't feel any of that. About Magnolia, and I feel all of that about. I, Punch I, see,
1: Loss. I'm with you in that camp. I'm definitely with you in that. It, camp, like
2: people so. go, oh, because it's a Sandler movie. I'm like, that doesn't even care. No, I it's, that care. like watching a guy
1: play. You know, go dramatic. I yeah. love fucking on uncomfortable. He, he did a fine job, in and, and and that rain over me with Don Cheadle one of one of his my favorite performances he ever did. You know, so I, I, I'm not anti-Sandler. Right, It didn't have anything you know? to do with that. Uh, no, I it had nothing to do. Yeah, so unfortunately, I I I gotta agree with Justin and really I'm just not a fan of that film. But that's the only. Paul Thomas
2: Anderson movie that
1: I don't like, right, like Inherent
2: a... Vice, I don't love, but like, I like it. Punch Drunk Love, I just, I do not understand that movie. Uh, first time viewings. Uh, it's, it's just that.
3: You see, this is actually uh, my, my first time.
0: No, 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 my... prefer It's my first time uh, since my first time. So, technically, that's my second time. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Suck at it. So if I'm not up to... uh, Uh, Well, shit. You and I saw us in the theater together. So we went to that it was an advanced screening wasn't it yeah at uh on mills yeah when did you get around to it
1: um well i was i held a grudge against both you bastards for not inviting <laughs> me for the second uh advanced screening for paul thomas anderson what was your reasoning behind that it was the
0: first we went through inherent Vice together
1: i know i'm saying that our second our second one. outing <laughs> to the to the same type of event what was your reasoning for not inviting i me? thought you didn't want to see it when it first came out i still would have Fucking like to hang out with you yeah, guys. I, you. I didn't even, I didn't even get the nod. I didn't even get the nod that you guys were even gonna go. Nobody acknowledged me. Why didn't you? Why did you not? It
0: was four fucking years ago. I don't remember. I why. think, you, I think
1: you, I think you figured because I had to work. Like um, I could work my schedule. It but was, anyway.
0: right? it was me assuming you worked. That's exactly what it was. I know, now I now know I it,
1: it. It, it, You know. I, right. I, I would have worked something out, but I wasn't super pissed. I remember like, we even talked about it. And he was just like, Sean, like, just thinks it looks like a piece of shit. Right. Well, Granted, I will say that. Like, the, the marketing didn't intrigue me. I want
0: to stamp this story okay. time.
1: Tell me a story. Wait. Like my story? No, not your story. A
3: story. Since you can't keep your mouth shut long enough for me to read my paper, tell
1: me a story. I don't think I know any stories. You don't know any stories? No. All right, I'll tell you a story. This is a newspaper, right? It's 90% bullshit, but it's entertaining. That's why I read it, because it entertains me. You won't let me read it, so you entertain me with your bullshit. Tell me a story right now. Go.
0: Because my story time for this was your little transformation from this going from meh to okay. <laughs> I really want to hear like this transition, how so, it happened. <laughs>
1: what it was, you got, you know, the three of us talk. Like we always do. Just, you know, we just shoot the shit about movies from time to time. And we got to talking and you guys were, you know, because I, I was, I wasn't mad, but I like held a bit of like, you know, jealousy grudge against the two of you for going without me. Yeah. He's still pissed. For like like a week or two. I'm like, fuck them guys. I'm not talking to them till next summer, you know. But then we got to talking and you guys were telling me about it. I'm like, yeah, but how the fuck, if this is, why is, this is, first of all, <laughs> day Lewis said he wasn't going to make nothing else after this, and and, he and to it. me, I know, I know. <laughs> he said like I'm retiring with this, and I was taking it away like man, this like what if you're going to walk away with a role, walk away with, you know, I'll walk away with there will be blood, man, walk away with Bill the Butcher, walk away with something that fucking stamps. Why that seems boring to me. You make this fucking movie and walk away. Reynolds right, Woodcock. I haven't seen that anyway. Woodcock. I'm just making prejudgments much like I did when Guadagnino was in the process of remaking Suspiria. I was all against it because of how much I loved it. And now I prefer it to the original. So I had to eat my words. There's few, you know, there's only about three or four movies where, where I've had to do that on training day being one of them. But this was one. So like you guys were like kept telling me and telling me, telling me, look, you know, put that shit aside. You're wrong. You're wrong. Trust us. So if there's anybody that's going to trust on that, it's YouTube. Okay. And it's like, we were talking about like, based
2: on what you were reading about it, leading up to it, and even like trailers.
1: And the marketing. It looked just, like some masterpiece. It did. It, it looked like it. it oh, fucking, yeah. Like, like, it as fuck. Bullshit. Right. And yeah. I'm like, I don't care who's involved. That looks like a fucking snooze fest yeah. to me. I don't think I'm going to make it to the end credits. But then you guys were telling me, telling me, telling me, so I go to work one day when I was working at Best Buy, and sure enough, it just come out, and I'm like, I checked the bank account, Cost me fourteen bucks at my discount, and I I had enough under the cover. And I'm like, All right. and I think I texted Ed or both. Of you, I'm like, I took a picture. And I'm like, I'm about to pay for this motherfucker. <laughs> and my response
0: and, was, "Let me get that digital copy." And,
1: and, right. I'm like, and what? and like, and once it's opened, I can't, even working here, I can't get a refund. So you bet, this better be worth my $20 fucking dollars. And yes, Ed's response was, let me get the digital copy. <laughs> and sure enough, and we had just moved in here. Like, I didn't even have furniture. You know, I, I was sitting on a fucking gaming chair on the right. floor. And the TV was like over here against but the But he wall. had enough
0: money for the PTA movie hey. to buy. Uh,
1: priorities. A uh, 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 Blu-ray with a Best Buy employee discount. Hey, man, priorities. I get it. <laughs> As a cinephile, I get it. So... I watched it, first time I watched it was by myself, because Mandy felt the same way. Like, ah, it looks pretentious, I don't want to see it. I'm like, I don't know either, babe. And Ed, she's like, well, if Ed and Justin are telling you, I definitely don't want to see it. Warning, warning. Warning. So I, 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 you know, slap the headphones on, kick back, I watch it, and I'm like, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> it's actually really good And I feel like I'm laughing When I shouldn't be it's laughing No it's hilarious You should not, be laughing You should be laughing It took me I think I was about Two thirds of the way through If not on my second viewing Before I realized Wait a minute I gotta be looking at this Like a fucking comedy Yeah Cause that's how I told Mandy Like I, I told We watch it again Within a few days I was like babe Sit down and watch this Trust me, it's not what you think it is. Right. And I want you don't do it. Don't don't make the mistake walking in, dragging your feet <laughs> like I did. Looking at again some masterpiece theater, Downton right. Abbey production. Said I want you to look at it as a very dry comedy mm-hmm. set in you know early fifties. You know, <laughs> high chic, high chic uh, Soho fashion in London. And so that was that was it, man. It was it was you two telling me to pick the damn thing up. We walked out of that screen, both going, I can't believe how fucking funny was. I know. Was. And I was talking like,
2: about was that. That's one
0: it. thing we talked about from the movie is was just how fucking like, funny it was. And just
2: how, like, at every turn, it upended any expected... Like, I, I kept trying to figure it out as I was going along and it always went left as I was going right. Right. Like, not one time did I, like, correctly <sighs> guess where this thing was going. Uh-uh. And I was just, like, everything about it just, like, totally upended what I expected. Right?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, yes, it was what it was sold to me as, but it wasn't what I was sold. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's like, it it's was, exquisite. It was, it's
2: fucking beautifully it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely
1: a genre. I would never right. buy a book about or go out of my way to watch a movie about much like there will be blood. Right. I wouldn't, I really have no desire to read up and Sinclair's oil. Um, if you just said, Hey, some dude made a movie about the uh, you know, the oil boom in the early nineteen hundreds, the only thing that piques my interest is Daniel Day Lewis. So okay, I'll give it a run, but I've also seen my beautiful laundrette and I kinda like him, I don't want that. Right. You know? So uh yeah, so I think that's what works about it is But that's another one. The
2: oil business, while being a big part of the movie is not what it's right. About. Again, it's, right. it's it's
1: it's
2: it's 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 it milkshake.
1: Right. It's it's the foundation. It's like this is the setting, but the movie's not about this. Right. It's just where it takes place. And I have a feeling that's with this soggy
2: bottom. Like we're being told it's uh like a nineteen seventies high school thing. That's probably gonna play obviously a part in it, but that's not right. what these things it's, yeah. I mean, exactly. it's, it's my
1: understanding is it's yes, it's it's that whole I don't wanna say link later days a confused experience of seventies high school, but it segues into the, the... Something with John Peters, John, politics. Like the, the the politics of early 70s studio controlled yeah, it's Hollywood. It's going to be like shampoo. And exactly, like exactly. Because I think we've talked about how yeah. Bradley Cooper is pretty much playing John Peters yeah. in this film. And it's about this this high school kid in I don't know, Temecula or Fresno, California. Right. Somehow it gets involved in that. One. Right. Becomes like the latest it boy in Hollywood and now he's got to navigate all his politics. So I think that's going to, again... I feel like that's going to be a character study mm-hmm. based within. And I like it. Let's face it. I love Boogie Nights. So I like it when Paul Thomas Anderson plays around in California in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great sandbox for that. Yeah. You know, I think he's highly, he knows highly, how to highly looking for right. it. I think I knows to, he knows how to make it work. Do we have a release date or anything mm-hmm. for that yet? This production? year. We haven't even gotten a trailer. Had they, they wrapped production at least?
0: Um, yeah, it's been wrapped. Okay. It, okay. It's to. Oh, we got a release date. November okay. 26th. Nice.
1: Oh, nice. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to us, gentlemen. So. There we should go. Any advanced screenings? Make sure you fucking call me this time. I don't know, Sean. Are you going to be working? (laughs) I'm sure I'll have sick days.
0: You know, something tells me when we get around to the Departed episode, we're going to have a similar story time. Because the same fucking thing happened for that movie, too. He
1: cut me out of the fucking loop, (laughs) asshole. Supposed to be his best friend.
0: Oh, shit. All right. Let's dive into this, shall (laughs) we? All right, boys.
1: Here we go. All
0: right. So the movie begins... The a simple title card. That's it. I'm a fan of simplicity and that's mm-hmm. what we get here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then we're introduced to Alma played by Vicky Kreps. And she's uh, telling an unseen man that Reynolds has made her dreams come true and she's given him what he desires most in return. Every piece of her. She says that he is the most deserving man as we hear that beautiful fucking melody by Johnny Greenwood play as we witness Reynolds Woodcock played by Daniel Day-Lewis getting ready for the day while his sister is Cyril Cyril yeah, Cyril Cyril so
1: I made a note here about how and and in in interest of brevity I'm just gonna call him DDl because that's how I got him saved in yeah my I phone. have it in my notes here DDL yeah that's so. how his number is saved in my phone you know he <laughs> yeah, texted me the other day like smooth great job. I'll we'll go well hunting I'm like thanks double D um so yeah he's he's like he's committed like that stoic dedication for perfection I think the character of Reynolds, Reynolds Woodcock is the closest we've ever seen Daniel Day-Lewis to being Daniel
2: Day-Lewis yeah I thought that mm-hmm. like, how much of the, and I'm sure it's probably nothing at all like him but
1: it's, but it's about as close as we, the way he the,
0: gets ready and we see that montage of yeah. him getting ready for the day which I love by the way yeah.
1: it's yeah. like that's I see him
0: doing that every right. day in real life you
2: know right. it's it's quote his, unquote, that's his routine that's his routine yeah, Which right. is why he's, it seemed boring at first. It's right.
1: Because like, he's not, you know, he's playing, not a larger he's, than life. he's larger, you know, he's, yeah. he's not giving an accent. He's right. not you know, he's not changing his looks. Yeah. So I think this is the closest the viewing public has probably ever gotten to the and we'll never know who true Daniel Day Lewis is. Right. Christ would it take he he didn't it, it took Spielberg two years to get him come out of retirement for, for Lincoln because mm-hmm. he wanted to be a cobbler. He's like, I'm right. happy making shoes in Italy, dude. I'm good. <laughs> well, like, he learned how to design dresses to do this. To do this, really. yes. Right, right. This, so and, like again, sew and all that, like, right? Again, it's he is the definition of a for, method actor. Yeah,
2: yeah. he's hands down the greatest
1: one of our generation. So
0: his sister Cyril, who's played by Leslie Manville, assists with getting him his home that the fashion house that they stay at that also doubles. Well, yeah, it's his fashion house. Getting it ready for the day, bringing in all the women workers, and making sure that her brother was in a good place mentally. Reynolds greets some of the ladies as they're coming, <clears throat> coming in, and bes- and they,
1: and, and, the, and House of Woodcock. All the ladies know their place. Mm-hmm. They come in. They're quiet. They get right to their fucking workstations. And this is when I re- it was this movie and possibly this just as last night's viewing that had me realize why these high end fashion houses are called houses because it's literally yeah. contained within a house. Yep, you know, and these houses remind me of. Like, the homes in Canton, they're long, yeah, they're, right. narrow, they're narrow, yeah. and they're very tall. Right. There's at least four floors, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot of width in any room, yeah. definitely not in the hallway, but it goes back very deep, and mm-hmm. it goes up very high. Yeah. So, he's able to have multiple, like... Right.
2: He has to spread out the, the operation. Right.
1: Right. And it, so, that's what makes sense why it's called, you know, House of Gucci, House of Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's not that way now, yeah. but in the 50s, it would have been right. all contained in one address in Seville Row, mm-hmm. probably. And that shot with all the
2: seamstresses coming in? Right. I can't talk to that. And, like, the camera just pans in and then up the staircase yeah. to that Yeah, it's almost like... The unbroken. camera work is flawless it, in and this it sees movie. He's his own DP on this movie. Yeah, yes. is really? he really? Yes, yeah, yeah, so, And it works. Uncredited, it works. but it's him. Right, it, it works. works. He played
0: coy with who it actually was, it but works. it's him. It's definitely... Him. definitely and works. you see Ronald stitching, his hands, he's hand-stitching together a tag that says Woodcock London on it. Um... Doing my research here, the, the Wikipedia plot analysis, I think this first paragraph just summarizes everything we're talking about right now perfectly, so I'm going to go through it. In 1954 London, fashion designer Ronald Woodcock creates dresses for members of high society, even royalty. His clients view him as a genius whose creations enable them to become their best selves, but his creativity and charm are matched by his obsessive and controlling personality. Cyril, his sister, manages the day-to-day operations of his fashion house and tries to protect him from anything that might distract him from his work. The superstitious Reynolds is haunted by the death of their mother and often stitches hidden messages into the linings of the dresses that he makes. And that cuts, that brings us to the next moment here, the awkward breakfast with Reynolds and his significant other, Johanna.
3: Where have you call on, Reynolds? There's nothing I can say to get your attention aimed back at me. Is there? I cannot begin my day with a confrontation, please. I'm delivering the dress today and I can't take up space with the confrontation. I simply don't have time for confrontations.
0: Played by Camilla Rutherford, she wants him to try some of her croissants and cinnamon rolls, but he reminds her that
1: he told her no more sludgy, <laughs> things. stodgy, stodgy things. No sludgy, slud, no stodgy. It's, no, it's I thought he said sludgy too. It's, it's sludgy. stodgy. Thank you. Man.
0: I looked it up. I, I was yeah. watching with um, subtitles. the subtitles on. That's how I always do it. I, I thought it was sludgy I, 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 too. It makes it makes. It, sense. it, it sounds like, like it. It. <laughs> it sounds like sludgy, but he's actually saying stodgy. Like <laughs> like what does
1: stodgy the, even the, mean? Like the jelly's pouring out the side. I thought thought it's, stodgy, a like, it's a British term. It's British. term. I know, but I yeah, thought but stodgy, like, stodgy, stodgy meant like like stiff collared. Right. That's all. Right. That's why I think the subtitles might be wrong on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're off. Damn you, Universal! Majority vote. Justin and I say sludgy, so it's no more sludgy thing.
0: It's dodgy. Yeah, he continues with his drawing that he's doodling and he's quietly doing so. His sister, Cyril, his old so-and-so, as he calls her. Did you
1: notice I made a point here, like, how everything is positioned as conveniently as possible? Yeah, he's a perfectionist. This scene, like, like this and him grooming himself at the beginning tell you, these two scenes tell you exactly like, yep, like who he He's like, every detail is. must be followed. And, like, the right. way everything's positioned at the table, like, to pour his own next cup of tea. He literally just moves his hand about right. six inches, yeah. dumps it in. His breakfast, like he his, literally only mm-hmm. has to lift up from his sketch pad, yeah. you know, less than eight inches to get it, his, his breakfast His full concentration in. is on that right. sketch pad. And, right. and, and even must, when,
2: when Joanna says stodgy, sludgy things, he, uh, and he tells her, uh, or no, he tells that to her, and then she says, you, must, you may have told that to someone else. Yes. So that establishes that there's a pattern mm-hmm. where he's just like, you know, he uses a woman for a period of time and then you. your, Cyril your, your kicks mommy her out. He no gives, longer her, mommy gives her address on your way out.
1: Yeah, slap a dress on her send yeah. her on her way.
0: So his old so-and-so comes in and joins them as Johanna gives up saying that there's nothing else that she can do to appease him but he cannot have confrontations because he's got a big client. You he simply don't
1: like, have time for confrontation? I, I cannot begin my day with confr- confrontation. <laughs> I'm presenting a dress today. I simply do not have the and that's for... So put your fucking feelings aside. My shit's more important.
2: And they cut to Cyril and she has a look on her face like she knows, okay, it's time for me to step up and do my job. Which,
1: right, she, which she, 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 she does.
0: And then out. this next shot, I love this shit. Did You see Cyril approaching the door and like staring right into the camera as uh-huh. right before opening the door up. I love little things like yeah, that. Uh-huh. And then it's, it's Henrietta, the Countess of Harding, who's coming for her dress. A uh, purple dress that looks absolutely fucking stunning. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's
1: fantastic. It's a very <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Reynolds tells her to go for a walk as he watches her moving Makes around a in it. Disney princess. Yeah. Uh, they both love his work on his particular on this particular design. Uh, we then see her wearing the dress at the event with Cyril watching Wait, from I a made, distance. I,
1: I made I made a note here right before that <clears throat> right before that ball, um, the end of that scene where she's sitting there discussing like it's just her and Reynolds are just kind of sitting on you know like a little what they call it, like a fainting couch or yes. whatever.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> just them, right. And she,
1: it's just the two of them and it's, it's, it's a tight shot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a quiet, intimate moment between, you know, the Duchess and, you know, Reynolds Woodcock and she's discussed with him how beautiful the dress is. Do you notice how he never makes eye contact with her? He's like, he's like he's just sitting there just, he's listening mm. but it's almost like he's still not satisfied with his own work right. like he's right. in a constant state of introspection this woman's telling me he did a fantastic job and because she's his high paying client he's begrudgingly agreeing with her but his body language like not once does he break his gaze to look her in the eye because
0: in his mind he's yet to create his magnum opus
1: right and that was a fucking fantastic looking dress I want to see the one that Daniel Day-Lewis made for the film I would love to see Because I heard it was fantastic (laughs) I heard it was a really Really well
2: done dress And also The reoccurring thing With his character Is that he becomes a dick every time he has a new job on the line, like either his yeah. own show showed, yeah, he's like or making his, he's a, a dress head. for a princess. He's on edge. He treats everybody like shit. Because he's And stressed. then he has to have this major come down. It's like right. a crash It's like those. a manic, it's like a like manic, manic depression. And that, maybe we're seeing the, the first stages of that mania. I'm thinking that's, I'm When, he's, that's, when he's sitting there and the duchess is talking, like yeah, he's already yeah. starting to deep I think press.
1: that's what, you're, you're right, because let's face it, it would have, A, in 1954 would have been undiagnosed and right. untreated as a a, a a an illness a mm-hmm. disability if you will and i think it's this this a first, personality quirk at right time. and i think this is the first time i've ever come to this realization that we're watching a manic depressive mm-hmm. go through his successful life without realizing there's something fucking wrong with yeah. him yeah, could yeah.
0: Be. i want to point out at the end of this here uh, we actually do see the event the i love how he has Cedar will go to this to kind of like watch play guard and kind of like a spy man. Yeah, she's, she's in the back, kind the of hidden. Watches, watches she's, the Dutch Yeah, she's getting, being like coy and secretive he, about he, yeah, it. Obviously,
1: they get, you know, again, introduces Mr. and it's Mrs. Like, Mrs. Lady. She's whatever. It's like, hey, sis, make sure
0: no one fucks up my work. Right, you know? right. It,
1: it,
2: the house exists because of his work, but she's the one who runs it. He doesn't yeah. do shit right. about he's, he's, the social aspect of it. He makes, he designs the brains and makes the dress.
1: And then that's it. That's all he does. Right, he's he like, has... I sketch, you know, I, I sketch it out. I find the fabric. You put that shit together and keep our name on it. So it's definitely a, a dichotomy there, mm-hmm. right? But there's... Cyril's the one who turns it into a business. He, yeah. He's he's the artist. She there's, turns it into a, a, full a business. Symb, you know, there's a lot of symbiosis going on in this. Yeah, thing. oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a whole lot of symbiosis going yeah. on, not only between, you know, Reynolds and Cyril, but also Reynolds and Alma. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of symbiosis, and
2: even to an extent, like Alma and Cyril do de- like. Of, which of we'll hap- get into later. Yes. Develop a bias. Yes.
1: It's like a like a, like balancing the positives and the negatives mm-hmm. is what I really think is the underlying core of this film.
2: Yeah, there's a the, the interpersonal relationships are what drive the movie. Yes. And 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 they're they're ever shifting and, and mutating throughout the entire
1: movie, which is But there's always yeah, there's, there, a, there's always a yin and a yang and oh yeah, you know, there's it's never like they side solidify yeah. together. Right. There's always a balance between motive mm-hmm. and until
2: Alma kind of figures it out toward the end. Uh-huh. And then
1: they then it Yeah like Somebody it there, there's like there's so. a shift of there's a power there's a shift of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So Reynolds joins his sister, Cyril, for dinner at a restaurant. And she asks him what he wants to do about Joanna. The time has come. How do
1: you solve a problem like Joanna? She's
0: getting fat sitting around waiting for him to fall in love with her all over again. Oh, security
1: October dress.
0: He responds with a feeling that he can't put his finger on. Butterflies and strong memories of their mother and his dreams. He says that her scent is so strong it's like she's near them. He finds it comforting knowing that the spirits are watching over them. Cyril suggests that he go to their country house that night, and she'll follow tomorrow. And he that, like he likes that idea.
2: And to go back real quick, his—I going to call it obsession, although it is his feelings towards his mother. That's obsession. That, definitely, that's, that's the spine of the movie. That's his. That, mm-hmm. That's his relationship with Alma. It's, 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 that, that's,
1: and that,
0: it's, that comes full circle at the end, right, yes, In the yes, bedroom, it's,
1: it's right. pretty much his driving force. That's how to get out of, just to get out of bed to not disappoint my mother. Right. So that she I can taught him his trade. He right. Made so, her so that I cannot not disappoint dress. my mother. I've got to make fantastic. Dresses. The reason he's
2: doing what he's doing is because of his mother's influence.
1: It's unrequited love. He's yeah. never gotten over the loss of his mom. Right.
0: Um. Yeah, he likes the idea as the screen transitions into one of my favorite shots of the entire movie. Oh, I love at
1: the car track shot? and shot the dr- where the uh, drive Reynolds driving through the country. Fucking love this. Where's my note here? Um. All right, so that, that track and shot of the car where like, it's almost like the, the camera's mounted to the trunk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know? it the, is. Oh, absolutely. Right, it is, it's yeah. kind of like how Tarantino did that shot in you know, Kill Bill that you know, hurt. And Once Upon a Time in
0: Hollywood, he did it too.
1: Yeah, right, right. Um, so it reminds me of those, those, um, like the the Euro indie films from the 60s. I was going
2: to say, it reminds me of Eight and a Half. Eight and, eight. and a Half, eight. exactly. That's what I was, exactly, was going to say. It reminds me of a shot of him in, um... Not a nook. I
1: mean, who's the other one?
2: Uh, Claudia Cardinale driving through Rome at the end, like towards the end of the movie, and a little Carmen gear. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. And it's like that same kind of shot. Exactly. Yeah, it's
1: like it's really tight, but yep. you're you're feeling the motion because you're mounted on. The on car. Yeah, you're yeah. mounted on there with him. It's, yeah, it's not. It's a, a great shot. Yeah, it's it's not a rig following the thing. You know, following the stunt driver. And then he does another I mean? one later on, facing. Into the car. Right. There's a couple of edits in that yeah. scene. But like the the whole scene, because he's, he's driving, you know, kind of fast. And yes, you're right. And it does remind me of when, you know, Cliff hauls ass back to the, to the drive-in once by mm-hmm. a kind of time in Hollywood. You know, those, it it, it, it it because it's a tight shot, but there's constant kinetic motion going yeah. on. It puts the viewer in the moment.
2: It's a memorable shot. And that's, that's the thing about this movie is like, my memory shit. So like, I can love a movie and then two days later not remember a thing
1: about it. Just know that you liked it I I know I liked
2: it But I don't remember why It's why I like to watch them so much You know You don't forget this shot This movie There were so many Individual shots And lines of dialogue That I remembered A week Two weeks after You know And then watching it again A couple months later When it came out on DVD I was like I remember loving that line The first time You know Or loving that shot I, I did
1: not know till you told me that, that he was his own DP This time around mm-hmm. yeah. But was it the, was that the first time First and only I believe Yeah, yeah He usually so uses too. Robert Elswit And maybe he yes. was doing Something else
2: at the time Or maybe right. he had a fall Because a lot of times The directors and the DP End up having a falling out I don't remember If that
1: was the case With these two or not I mean sometimes Those DP spin off To making their own shit too I mean It yeah. would have a Wally Fester, Even yeah. though well, You know what else I love in
0: this, this movie Hmm. I love his fucking top coat. When he gets out at the gas station, that little that wool black his, coat that he's wearing, everything he wears. Everything in the he wears it's, uh, the uh, I'm a
2: sucker for those. Vest I, in wait, I made that exact same notes. <laughs> <That's laughs> and, right. and it's not like a part of the pajamas. It's but uh, but but It's but like it, separately it he put on a jacket and vest. But it fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of what you kept saying about East ace ralstein's clothes in casino like, <laughs> right. just how exquisite like even his pajamas that's how it is in this movie right? like yep. every outfit i mean he if wears, you when you
1: would you hand make like prince had that shit done for 10 right. years he just like every outfit he wore was made in the basement right you know yeah. wouldn't if, if you clothes were reynolds great. woodcock why would you go buy somebody else's underpants <laughs> just make your own right all uh,
0: right so yeah. we see reynolds entered the victoria hotel as he sits down for some breakfast this is where uh, we're reintroduced to Alma. She's a waitress who notices Reynolds almost immediately and takes a liking to him. So we see Reynolds smiling in return as she comes over to take his order. Do you guys write down what he orders? Because I, I did. I did, actually. So a, well, a Welsh rarebit with a po- poached, poached egg on top. Not too, not runner. too runny. Not too runny. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon, scones. scones, butter, cream, jam, not, not strawberry, strawberry. <laughs> lapsang, and some sausages. And then he asks her to show him the order that she's written down. He looks at it with his glasses and asks if she'll remember because he's keeping that sucker.
1: Now I made a note here. This guy eats like a fucking hobbit, much like Hunter Thompson. Reynolds Woodcock enjoys a big breakfast. Yeah, that sounds like a delicious breakfast. It does. To so get, so get, get that, mind day. flowing, you know, yeah, exactly. you know it's <laughs> you know, that's a lot. No, it's a lot. I oh mean, yeah. fucking,
2: it's like seven thirty in the morning. And he's that's not a- like a, He's a very slender a, guy. Yeah, that's very a lot slender. <laughs> And I also made a note, that little stumble that Alma does. Yes. Like, actually, that, was, that wasn't that was like in the script or anything. She really <coughs> tripped. And you can see her cheeks, like she blushes. Like her cheeks get super because red because she, she really tripped. Right, because she flawed. And they
1: kept it in. It was like a nice meeting. No shit, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. I caught that, but I didn't know it was I good. love, yeah. I love was when that actual, stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she pours him coffee and he asks if she'll have dinner with him. She agrees and leaves him a note that reads... For the hungry boy, my name is Alma. So we see Reynolds picking her up later on that night. Even gets out and opens the door for her like yeah, a true gentleman. Every day and age. Yep so yeah. at, at dinner he has her try his plate with custard I, I didn't catch what he had when he was giving her all I caught was I yeah, don't it remember. had I, custard on it yeah
2: I don't I don't remember what they were eating I, I pick up on this scene where it looked like her it her looked like today. some sort of dessert yeah I don't yeah they were they the were taking the dessert custard portion custard. of the dinner because yeah. he dips his finger in yeah because like he's not eating that's right he, does, he dips his finger in that yes. cream that's right yeah. he's that not out he's not
0: He's not eating himself he's just watching her with the biggest smile on her
2: cream
1: so to speak yeah
0: so he then removes her lipstick and says and that he is, likes to see who he's really talking yeah,
1: to. Has, to. Right there, that's where you get the gist that this guy's a bit intrusive. Yeah, he's I controlling. mean, controlling. Oh yeah, he's like you know
0: more than well that yeah, when he gets to the house. To move a woman
1: over, I'm not gonna you know lean in and be like take your fucking makeup <laughs> <Right>. off. <But laughs> Looks like a painted just, whore. Clean just yourself just, up. Right, he just doesn't. He May know, I in so many ways that's what he does. Right, <laughs> he just doesn't know any better that it's in a it's. I mean, at the time, it wasn't quite as inappropriate as it will be today, but it's still a bit forward And like for somebody who just point, met that morning. At this point
2: in the movie, you're kind of getting... Again, this is a movie that the three of us went into really not knowing much about what it was really about. Right. So at this point, you're kind of like, oh, this is going to be like a character study of a spoiled artist. Like something we've yeah, seen a right. billion
1: times. And Which is why... Which he kind of already did with that musical nine, which I've yet to watch.
2: Oh, uh, that's based on Eight and a Half.
1: Actually. It's right, right. Yeah.
2: It's yeah, where he plays Guido. Yeah, yeah. It's, have you seen that? I, I, I love Eight and a Half. Eight and a Half is in my like top five all time. I mean, it's movies, I, so like I'm, the only I, was, like, I, want I don't to want see to see is it. Is <laughs> like, I yeah. wanna, uh,
1: obviously, now we've got a finite amount of his films to ever be able to watch, so ultimately we we'll have to get around to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would watch
2: it at some point, but I wouldn't go out of my way. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it shows that he's he's a controlling character. It's a, we're we're getting clues his his interaction with Joanna at the beginning. Um,
1: the way his sister just responds to him right. with just a look You, you can just a see, and like
2: you said, they the really not acknowledging the, the woman who's talking to him about the dress. Like, you can kind of see... He doesn't adhere to social norms. Exactly. He doesn't even feel he has he's to. He's a spoiled artist. Because he's an artist, he can get away with that Right, he's
1: just like, I'm a genius, right. so this is how genius behaves. You're going to you have can, to deal with my shit. Nobody gives a Tinker's curse how you <laughs> right. feel about my nobody behavior. Nobody gives a
2: Tinker's fucking curse about your feelings. Right.
0: Um... So he asks if she has a photo of her mother, and she says at home. And he tells her that he, he tells her to always carry it with her. And he then tells her how much she, how he has a lock of his mother's hair sewed inside the seams above his breast, he says, so that she's always okay. with him. So he takes her back to his country home, and he shows her a photo of the dress that he made for her second wedding.
1: Now, what I like is how that like his framed art are actually original sketches in his study. Did you catch that? I don't know if I noticed that. I yeah, the that scene the, the scene where like him and him and Alma are kind of like they're looking at the you know the photo of his mom and her and, and her bridal gown, and he's mm-hmm. telling the story about they're how he designed the dress by, yeah, I, I don't even the, think I noticed. The, the, there's like you know when it when there's kind of a bit of a you know medium shot behind them because they're standing kind of right by the door. It's yeah. like a narrow like in a hallway. Yeah. Right. And the art that's up there is obviously a sketch one of, sketches. of one of his pieces of work. Mm-hmm. So that, again, goes to show the egotism and ostentation It's right. like, this is one of my greatest. Let's right. frame it and put it in the
2: study. <laughs> but he could afford to buy a piece of art if he wanted to. But right. his no, he, puts he his own he's going to frame out. his own fucking sketch. It's like that story about Steven Seagal came out of a trailer one day and goes, I just read the greatest script I've ever read and ever written in like history and somebody goes who wrote it and he goes I did, I did. oh <laughs> fuck that's oh, yeah, serious oh, <laughs> what an ass wow
1: <laughs> and now he's doing ride-alongs in Arizona <laughs> to go dipshit fattest jiu-jitsu champion I've ever seen so
0: the yeah the dress the photo of the dress that she, that he made for her second wedding when he was 16 after her father after his father had passed um, he then tells her about remember this picture too remember from later on in the movie Reynolds um, Reynolds then tells her about superstitions after their maid, Blackwood, that he called her. Or, uh, Mrs. Black, black Death. Death. <laughs> Mrs. Black Death, they called her. Her name was Blackwood. Refused to help him sew the dress because she believed it would bring her bad uh, black fortune. So he worked on it for months and months in and out. All well, the reason alone. she thought
1: it would bring her bad fortune is because she was an unmarried woman helping right. make a bridal if you touch bridal dress that means you'll never get married Right. That's superstition. superstitions
0: exactly and he says that she never, she would never marry anyone and that he would end up getting the help that he needed from Cyril Alma asks where the dress is now and he said that he has no idea probably in ashes now Alma asks if Cyril ever married and he said no
2: right which gives some credence perhaps to the idea that an unmarried woman touching a wedding dress is never going to get married like right as soon as he like writes it and off she, as a silly superstition he then tells her No, Cyril, who helped me make this dress, never got married. As
1: soon as a question he leads to Cyril, he shuts it right the fuck down. As soon as it leans into his- It's like a simple no. For lack of a better term, his better half at this time. As soon as it leans into that, he doesn't want to expose that. He shuts it down, takes control, changes the conversation.
0: So we cut to his designer room. He's getting Alma fitted into a dress that he's been working on. We see him trying different colored fabrics with the dress and ends up with a maroon well, slash hold, magenta choice. Hold on
1: before before we yeah, you before gotta hit that we get scene to that. before that. Right. What? Because Alma asked why he's not married, and his immediate response, but oh. thinking is, I yeah. make dresses. He feeds her bullshit. Right. Because oh, I'm too busy. Dresses, why I get married? Yeah. Right. I make dresses. Why should I get married? And then, and like, then, I don't what need is, a wife. I have a career. And then he changes
2: his answer. Then it becomes because I wrote this down specifically. Um, then he says marriage would make me deceitful, and I don't ever want that. So yes. it's like, okay, well, which is it really? You're too busy with work. Or you're worried how it's going to affect you emotionally and how it's going to like alter your personality, which yeah, his, is more his,
1: along the lines of what it, really with it. With his first response, like just like he's almost like, why are you? Because he he goes, I make dresses. Like that's the obvious fucking answer as to why he's not married. Right. he's he's acu- almost accusatory.
2: Well, and then he says Alma asks him about it a little bit. She she tells him, I think you're only trying. to, I think you're only acting strong. And he says, "I think it's the expectations and assumptions of others that cause heartache." Yes. So again, the world revolves around him and his needs. The expectations and assumptions of others are going to cause him heartache. He doesn't give he a, can't fulfill. a tinker's fucking curse about those. No. No. It's only what his expectations and assumptions right. are. Right. So again, just underlines his controlling nature. Yeah. But you're starting to see, like Alma, at first comes off like a country bumpkin. Yeah. And you're starting
1: to see she's got a little bit of a strong she's, will she's smart. She's, she's smarter. Than, she's smarter than she looks. And she's got a will. And she's more strong will than yeah, she plays. Exactly. And she's not even playing her whole hand yet. Yeah. She knows, she's, it was by the end of the film, you it realize. It continues to unfold through the right, entire movie. She's, she's right, re- and she's, which makes sense with the opening, you know, not narration, but the opening discussion. Yeah, it's
2: sort of like a, a combination voiceover, flashback back flash forward it's kind of hard to see, like where it right. falls in the chronology of the movie where but she kind of bookends it with she's her talking story to the doc- about the relationship
1: yeah. it's the doctor right you yeah.
0: do find, find that out um yeah he says that he'd like to take her measurements next as we hear footsteps approaching and Cyril arriving at the place
2: yeah, this scene starts as a sed- uh, seduction scene Yeah, and it's it's like a sexy scene at first because you think that he's wooing her by by showing her superpowers. Let let me
1: let let me let me take your measure, right? Because I'm the great Reynolds Woodcock. But but she like she figures, oh,
2: he's this is his move. But but I'm digging it, like I'm digging his move. And then Cyril comes in, and it goes from like a seduction to almost like a sexual assault. Like it gets like I find the scene like not hard to watch, but, like, creepy. It's, like it's hard to watch. Yeah. I think it's hard to watch. So like, it's because to of what watch. happens next. The rape scene in Irreversible, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because, yeah, so Cyril so really
0: comes in, the and, and what does Cyril do? She goes over and starts sniffing Alma, like,
2: yeah. correctly yeah. guessing <laughs>
0: her sense. Like,
1: different, like, rosewood.
2: Even down to what she had for dinner. Yes. That's the weird part It was crazy. No wonder she
0: ain't married. So, yeah while she's all standing there in her underdress too right. so
1: he's but taking she's, be, she's being I don't want to say you know uh, bum rush, but she's outnumbered obviously it's, the look on her
2: face and again her cheeks blush so yeah. it's like you can tell that she's very like the look on her face is like what just happened like she's very taken aback by
0: the way. so he's taking her measurements and begins showing his true colors when he gets mean faced at her for not standing the right way normally
3: You step towards me. Ready? 32. 30. 31. 35 and a half. 14 and a half. 17 20 I'm just stand normally yes I stand normally like before what do you mean straight straight like that yeah you didn't say that 16 and a half. Eight and a half. You have no breasts. Twenty two. Yes, I know. Thirty two and a half. You can drop your arm now. I'm sorry. No, no, you're perfect. My job to give you some. If I
1: choose to.
0: He casually says that she has no breasts out loud while measuring and says it's perfect and well, that he'll I, give her some if what she chooses I like is to. I when
1: he told her to stand straight, she goes, you didn't say that. She gives it back. She's starting she, to she, give it she back. She gives it back to and him. She him and, and, he, yeah. and she smirks. And she smirks too and after so that. Does he, he does a snap. He like kind of snaps into place and gives her a look like, how dare you talk back right. to me. He's not used to that. But then he's carrying a bit of a smirk with him like, okay, I got me alive. Right. right. But then the next line is you have no breasts. My job is to give you some. If I choose to. If, right, I, if choose I choose to, it, if right. Choose yeah, she apologized. It. She's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. And
2: he's like, no, no, you're perfect.
0: Yes. So when he's done, he asks if she'll try something else for him, and she agrees. So when he steps out, Cyril says that she has the ideal shape. Like, he likes a little belly.
1: Right. <laughs> Just, like, d- digging the dagger like a, a little Yeah, no, He likes a little belly, and it makes her, like, she. you see her for a split second, like, kind of second-guess Cyril's, herself. like, establishing her dominance right. in the relationship.
0: Yeah. so we see woodcock fetch a dress for alma that she puts on while we hear voiceover of herself mm-hmm. talking about how she does not like her figure her neck was skinny like a bird and she just wasn't happy with the look at all it's a very quick scene before we see the two go outside in the morning by the water holding hands fucking love this gorgeous view here mm-hmm. to yeah. talk more about woodcock's feelings and how happy and she they're makes walking him barefoot
1: too because are carrying their shoes um, sort of like walking barefoot, kind of in the you know the marshy countryside. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, overlooking like a sea. Right. or and very yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And then you she tell... What, you, you know what just reminded me of this 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 particular setting in the film. It reminded me of the entire second act of of Withnail and I. Yeah, I've never seen Withnail. I You've always want, it? I always wanted to, but oh, no, it's seen great! It, it's yeah. great. I got the Blu-ray out. There if you want to borrow, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 a good companion piece to Fear and Loathing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Given the you know the premise but it does it reminds me of like that they talk about going to to the countryside in england Mm -hmm. so i like going to ocean city from baltimore it's just getting away but it's still like overcast and dreary and rainy and kind of chilly and Mm -hmm. cold and these two are like walking barefoot you know by the sea but there's no beach it's like grass and marsh yeah
0: um yeah it reminds me um Oh yeah, this the the scene reminds me. of did you guys ever see uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire? No, I heard it's a French movie.
2: I want to see it. I'm really wondering. Real that this
0: scene reminds until me until of that until me until film for sure. Seemed
1: like not like a masterpiece theater. It's really good. I believe the hype on that film. So it's not. It's not. Again, it's it's kind of like what I'm expecting out of Phantom Thread. It's not what I'm going to get. Exactly. I don't want to give.
0: I don't want to reveal too much. It's it's definitely.
1: did not appeal to me. But if you're going to tell me, it's worth it. It's worth it. I'm making another Phantom Thread mistake. I'm willing to rectify that. Um
0: Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. I believe it's on Hulu right now if you want to check it out if you're curious. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, he tells she tells him that whatever he does, do it carefully. Do it carefully. And then like I took
2: that like, so is she saying, like, knowing Alma's character by the end of the movie, is she saying that like, please don't hurt me, or is it like a warning, like you're gonna do something. Do it carefully, because I will fuck you up. Like I, I you can read that line I, I, in way. the beginning of the film. You, you take it the, you take it the vulnerable it's a plague, way, right?
1: But by the end of the film, it's her. Like like I have only let you. I you haven't seen the tip of the spear right. yet. <laughs> I've only shown you 50 percent of the spear. Yeah. You haven't gotten to the tip. I think it's the ladder. Yeah, I do too. Where she's knowing like, what do I it know now, because exactly, because she's able to to assess him. At first, I thought she got seduced over the course of a weekend. Yes, she did. But she was also able to fully assess the man in right. the same weekend and realize, like, okay, I can love this man, but I can also turn him into. Well, that's my
0: next question. Is this, is this moment supposed to take place the same day or the, the morning, it's after? The morning like after? the morning after. It's it's the morning after. the after. Okay. Yeah. morning Or days because, later. Because I, don't know. So I mean, it
1: could be either he one. He got into the country. He had that big-ass breakfast. That night, he takes Alma out to dinner, then brings her back to the house to fit her. Then the next morning they go walk by the scene. Okay, so right. they, they, they haven't even slept yet. About. They're still no. on the yeah, I up and up. They, they they haven't
2: consummated. Okay. but they've only I got. I think you have known definitively when they consummate.
1: It's like yes. after No, you, you after do. like a it's, show it's, it's or something, something like that. And it's he's the got pick. The, the adrenaline. Yeah. Okay, it's depicted. She comes. It's I got notes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so he takes her the he takes her the he takes her to dinner in the dress that he has made for her, based on the prior scene. Such elegance and beauty here. Cyril joins them, and then we cut back to the fashion house in London. He shows her her room, which is right next to his, and says that he'll start early. In, they'll start early in the morning. Her voice service states that sometimes they would start work at four a.m. after going to bed at midnight.
1: Yeah, she would, well, because she asked him. she's well, "What time do we start?" He just goes, "I'll wake you." Yeah. Well, then, like, then that scene we start starts- when I start
2: the beginning of that scene to go back for a second when they're walking through the restaurant you're like oh they're on a date like, look at how, like, the dress that he made for, again, like, just the seduction continues. They sit down at the table. You're prepared to see those two interact. Yeah, and he
1: actually used, like, his earlier in the scene, he he was draping swatches over. Right. Her, and that was one and of And that's the, like, obviously the dress. That right, did. he used that material and that color. But like, you're, that waiting,
2: was, you're waiting to see the romance, and then fucking Cyril, like, the waiter comes over and scoots the table over next right. to them, and Cyril sits down. Yeah. And Alma ends up right. being a third wheel at her own date. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, and again, He's, it's just kind of like establishes Shit. the relationship yeah, between they're, these they're, three they're, early it's, on.
1: It's really Reynolds and Cyril right. establishing their dominance over the entire right. Reynolds exactly. Woodcock, um Alma relationship. Which
2: isn't going to last. Like, yeah, no. The, the, again, the whole is about sort of the interchanging uh, relationships.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we see Alma trying on another dress and comments uh, how she doesn't like the fabric. Cyril's comments about how it's, what's necessary to oh, make the look work.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a funny line during that dinner scene. Um, when the... Um, the the, the the two fan girls come up to the table yeah. and they're like, "Oh, Mr. Woodcock, it's I've always it's always been my dream to be." Well, that hasn't happened yet. I thought that was during the dinner date. No, it's, oh, little, it's, it's not, the day. The that fitting. hasn't happened okay. yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, my bad. I just I bumped the, I bumped the note up. my <laughs> way, guys. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, Reynolds tells Alma that no. Let me just comment from the beginning. So Alma's having Alma is trying on another dress and comments about how she doesn't like the fabric. Cyril comments about how it's what's necessary to make the look work. And that it work, It looks fine. And Reynolds tells Alma that Cyril is right. Cyril is always right. <laughs> it's not because the fabric is adored by the clients that Cyril is right. It's right because it's right. Because it's beautiful, and maybe one day she'll change her taste. And she says that maybe not. She says maybe not. And he responds with maybe she has no taste. And She's, she says maybe she like my likes taste. her taste. And it's the first true fight we yeah, see these two have. That back and, forth. and it ends she rather hilariously like, with yeah, his you're son not stop. Push me
1: over <laughs> with your fucking.
0: He goes stop, and she says she smiles back in response. He
1: takes
2: it good naturedly, but he's really like annoyed by her. Yeah, he's not used to get Nobody's ever given him
1: that shit before. Maybe Cyril. She thinks it's banter,
2: and like he's like, no, fucking stop, right? Like you're getting on my nerves, right? So at
0: dinner, we see two girls come over to Woodcock and compliments his dress, and one of them says that one day she hopes that she can be buried in one of his dresses before Cyril. dismisses them
1: yeah she screws him out and then and then dress merchant right yeah but it's either it's either attorney or dress merchant he leans over to me because you probably dig her up and resell Resell it yeah that's why (laughs) why i take it he's a dress merchant of some sort like yeah you dig it
2: up you dig her up and resell it but and alma like is kind of turned on by this interaction she gets like a like a little grin on her face yeah and she's looking at him to kind of assess what his reaction is and
1: this is when they consummate And the this is Yeah because yeah. Alma Asks Woodcock he He's pretty drunk He comes right. home pretty inebriated So she, she helps him the best. She
0: asks him If he's had enough to eat And that he seems thirsty So the drive home Is just this incredible look With Alma deadlocked On Reynolds For what appears yeah, to be The duration of the drive <laughs>
1: She's driving. She
0: but she's, she's just Staring she's at him controlled. With this smile yeah. uh, It's it, And then the two tough. get home And then that's when He pulls her into his room And like you guys said They consummate The, the relationship So the next morning, at breakfast, Alma is very happy and gives Reynolds a good morning kiss. But then, when she sits down, to start scraping the butter on her toast and pouring coffee, it makes a very loud and obvious and we've sound. we
2: seen what happens when at you make noise during you're breakfast. Not just quiet and she's and,
1: and what's cool and dude, here it goes. Now, granted, <laughs> granted, I watched this last night with my headphones on because Mandy was laying down, so you know I had my my sound was fully seven one intensified. Right. You know what I mean, but. Now, I don't know if he deliberately raises the volume on the track. It's but very loud. It's very <laughs> loud. <laughs> you just, yeah. Grunk. Grunk. I mean, it is a <laughs> nice And then she's like pouring the tea where she raises No, that's at the end when she does
2: that. It's, it's just... When she pours the water at the right, end. Right. It's know she, she's, she's, de- she's like- Everything is... she does is loud. She's clanking plates. Right. <laughs> yeah. And
1: what does he say? It's, it's hard to ignore as if you just rode move. a horse across <laughs> the room. Please don't move so much. <laughs>
2: like, don't move. Like, how do you say That to an adult, right? (laughs) Butter and toast. What do you mean, don't? (laughs) So,
1: if you rode a horse across the room,
2: he gets
0: pissed, and then uh, he leaves. And Cyril then suggests that she takes her breakfast after him or to her
2: room. Or in her room.
3: (laughs) Perhaps you should take your breakfast after him, or in your room. I think he's being too fussy. His routine, when he's in it, is best not shaken. Well? This is a quiet time. Not to be misused. If breakfast isn't right, it's very hard for him to recover for the rest of the day. I didn't know that. No, of course you didn't. But you do now. Still, I think
0: he's too fasty. Well, that's as maybe. So this is when she well, explains. Did you what he
1: grabs for breakfast when he leaves? He grabs a squishy <laughs> thing. <laughs> and then you hear him, yeah, spit it out in the background. Do you? I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I made a note. Like as soon as he storms off, as soon as he storms off after the whole road a horse across the room. He, he just grabs... I remember like he a grabs s- a pastry. Right, he grabs a pastry, takes a bite out of it, and it's a squishy thing. As you <laughs> can see the cherry right. up on top. <laughs> and then... While right as Cyril's about to address, oh, but yeah, you, you hear him—you hear in the background like he just walked off camera. You hear him spit it no, out in the that, fucking trash can, <laughs> like he didn't notice. <laughs> he he really doesn't up. like squishy. Things. Yeah, maybe it's because I it had the headphones things. on, so right. a little tighter audio. But you could definitely pick that up. He grabs a squishy thing yeah. and spits it out as soon as it gets off camera. And
0: this is when Cyril explains what mornings exactly mean to Reynolds. So we see Reynolds put together a very beautiful pink dress that includes Alma's name stitched inside just like Reynolds has. So there's a photo shoot that features Reynolds looking very critical of his own work but then we see him looking very fascinated at himself as well. And...
1: we got him like doing the Annie Leibovitz shot where he's laying yeah, down on right. the yep, yeah. in his mouth staring up at mm-hmm. it. You know, the typical obligatory Vogue cover shot.
0: So Alma knocks on Woodcock's door and asks to come in but he tells her that he's working and ignores her when she asks if he needs anything. Cyril comes up and walks right into his room without any issues and she gives her the giving Alma um, a smug look while <laughs> yeah. passing
1: yeah like he won't even open the door for her but Cyril just, just opens it right and in. just like immediately she don't even she just eats her way right. through the door <laughs> so not you excuse Alma can't me. even it's see like, yep and there she just, sh- just squints and shuts like, you're look. not allowed in yep. but I am
0: so this is reynolds fashion show that he has put together for himself It features uh alma's new dress with reynolds occasionally looking through his little peephole at the show
1: Uh, yeah now i gotta i gotta note about this but before we get into that part of it um so i don't know if it shows up on your on your voodoo copy but it's it's on my physical copy
0: I don't watch the video copy. I have the 4K disc. I watched.
1: Okay, so you so you got this because PTA doesn't do very many features, and when he does, no, you know, I watched the. I, I went to watch the features secure, this morning,
0: I, and there's Mike none. only
1: is the one
2: director's commentary, or like not commentary. I watched the documentary. Right. On that. Yeah, one. he
1: doesn't do like like that kind of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more like just weird little offsets set in the like the universe of the film. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. yeah It's only like four features That on the whole it's, entire it's disc And they're not even But, but anything one, right one, one, my
1: favorite one That he does in it's, it's a bonus feature On the disc It's on my Blu-ray I'm sure it's on Edge 4K Um, It's like It's this This whole scene Like the whole fashion mm-hmm. show In the House of Woodcock Right But it's presented as like Almost like a BBC presentation Oh really Like done on cellular Right that's you know what cool. I mean? You kind of feel like the, the grainy. I'm pretty sure it's on. Either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I passed that. Like a that. newsreel kind it's of on, thing. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's very it's very very stoic. Yeah, you know it's like and now we have this dress. The kind <laughs> of shit he watched for uh, research inspiration on the movie. Right, yeah. but he took like he, he like literally recreated yeah. like House of Woodcock is a real thing. Right. And the other note that I made because you know Reynolds is so obviously he's uptight on edge. It's his big you know you know show for the dresses and all how he's looking through um, the people to an extent, not throughout the entire film, but a, a good bit of it. PTA kind of makes you feel like you're peeping in on this world, mm-hmm. you know, that you really don't belong in. I sure as hell don't belong <laughs> in, you know, high fashion, Seville Rose, Soho, 1950s London, Right. dealing with, you know, Country homes and scones and tea and Cornish game hands. but I feel like I'm peeking into it. And there's certain shots where it almost, you know, mimics that peephole look mm-hmm. that that you get while you know while Reynolds is spying on his own show. Yeah, it's almost like he's putting it back on the viewer, like you're peeking into this world that I'm, you know, pulling the curtain back for mm-hmm. you and showing you a few characters that exist within. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it that way, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I'm picking up what
2: you're putting down.
0: Cool. So The fashion show is just a very gorgeously chaotic event. It's, it's very crucial to the overall story, though, and I'm glad PTA doesn't just include it in a throwaway moment and that the film lingers on this event for a few moments as opposed to 15, 20 seconds that I feel any other filmmaker would probably do. Um... Reynolds is clear, clearly exhausted so Alma offers to drive for him you know we see him laying in bed with Alma bringing him soup while her voiceover tells us how he's very tender and open when he's like this
1: yeah, it's that man at come down like a right. little he, baby he crash yeah. you know he had he you know, like his high is the one creation yeah you she know, basically just
0: describes what every other woman describes us men as being war sick <laughs> babies, little babies. Little babies. It's, like it's like true. <laughs> we need
1: nothing but help. I mean, you know, I got, I got Fucking one, truth. I'll be the first to admit. But this right is now. where the seeds planted in her. But and this, but exactly, where this is, is exactly This is where the plot proper in Yep. This is where she started. Her light bulb yep. goes off, if you will. Like, I found a way to stay in house of Woodcock.
0: So Alma brings him tea while he's working upstairs and they get into a fight over this stuff.
1: Alma, what's he you doing? There's
3: tea for you. Don't put the tray on the table, please. Just take it off. I didn't ask for tea. No, but... You can take it out, please. Yes, I can take it out. It's a bit late now, isn't it? I'm taking it out. Yeah, but it's a bit late now, isn't it?
1: But I'm taking it out.
3: The tea is going out. The interruption is staying right here with me. I'm
1: not. She just voluntarily brought him in the team yeah. as a nice gesture and he's all pissed off like I didn't <laughs> ask for any tea. She's like I'm. I'm. She's, uh, the, the, uh, I'm leaving with the tea. She says the tea is going out. The interruption is staying right here with me. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it's a late. It's a little bit. No, it's a bit late now, isn't it? And then right. he breaks into that. The tea is going. but The interruption is staying stay right here with me. me. And again, this is where we started to figure out. Oh, this is a fucking funny movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, like his, it's, his, it's, his. Every outburst once in a while, it's, it's his outburst. outburst. Exactly. Right, it's I'm it's like, great okay, lines.
1: so I'm not. I'm just kind of supposed to laugh at the inanity right. of this absurd. This you know, self-centered asshole. Right. I'm really supposed to kind of laugh at how self-centered he yeah. is instead of supporting why he should be this self-centered.
2: The lines in this are much funnier than I drink your milkshake in my opinion. Yes. You know, yes. I, I, I think agree. That this is I agree. A, this is the more quotable movie in my opinion.
1: I agree. Uh,
0: so, while in the woods picking mushrooms, Alma finds a poisonous mushroom that she keeps after questioning people about it. Because she's, uh, the other woman says that if it has gills, it's poisonous. Something of that magnitude. So, we can see it's on her mind while she stares at Reynolds that night by the fireplace. And
1: I made a note, I think the honest, the actual phantom thread throughout this film is that fucking mushroom. Yeah, it could be. I think Possibly. that's the
2: because I like I do. I'm like, okay, so what's the fan like what is the
1: phantom thread? Right. Is it the hidden label in the in in, right. in the lapel? It seems
2: kind of obvious. So I don't think it's that. Like no. it's probably four or five different things, honestly. Right. I think
1: the phantom thread yeah, mushroom could be one Because that's what let's let's face it. Um once Almaschine kicks in proper and she begins to because it goes into a cycle. Yeah. Okay. Psst. Talking one that I'm like, oh, not it, it 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 goes, the whole time, like, it, it, it goes. It goes. It goes into a cycle, and it's constantly. It's this mushroom that's sewing Alma and Reynolds together yeah. because Alma and Reynolds are sold yeah, together. That's a legit take. Cyril it, is sewed into the fabric. Yeah. Is, that, is that yeah. Is that that, yeah, that makes makes sense. sense. I think it probably means I've never sat down recording.
0: and thought about the title before, but that that makes it's, sense. I, yeah. I don't know why out. it
1: just came to me last night, but I think that I think honestly, if we're, we're going to give meaning to the title mm-hmm. "Phantom Thread," the mushroom is the Phantom Thread because yeah. that's what that's what sews ultimately what sews all three of these characters together. Mm-hmm.
0: I can dig that. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So breakfast the next morning, awkward and quiet.
2: I almost now I almost gotten the message. She's right. Very quiet. Yeah. Yeah, she's
1: not she's not scraping that right. crust off her toast no more.
0: <laughs> so Cyril mentions Barbara Rose inviting Woodcock to a wedding, and that she should accept it, even though he doesn't <laughs> want to. Another
2: great line. Another highly quotable line.
1: What do you want me to do with that? <laughs>
2: That's after like a good four or five second pause. Yeah. He's trying to
1: process it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want to do with that news? I've so, not even done my tea.
0: Cyril simply reminds him that she pays for the house, his fashion studio. Yeah.
2: He says it's very unsettling. and She goes, well, chin up. <laughs> chin up. And it seems at this she point pays for this house. that Cyril is starting to take her cues from Ama. She, yeah. She's starting to see, she's seeing wait, that wait Ama a minute, like on, a little There's a
1: woman that can like, push back yeah, I against push back
2: Because Cyril up until this point doesn't push back not that they really have a lot of confrontations, but there's right. no indication that Cyril
1: gives as good as she gets right. up until this moment. She, but she, she just begrudgingly like accepts his behavior right. and knows how to tolerate And Alma's it. already three or four times a lot of outbursts. pushed
2: back in front of in front of Cyril that she's seen herself. And it's Cyril like, started oh, a
1: like like at first, Alma was obviously distrustful right. of Cyril. I mean, Cyril's distrustful of Alma, and I think Alma's slowly growing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's why I said serious. their
2: their relationship. Strengthens through the course of the movie too. Hands down. Again, it, when you think the movie's going to zig it zags, it does it with yeah. throughout the entire thing.
1: Yeah, you're expecting her to like you know stab Alma in the back right. in Act Three. Doesn't go that way at all.
0: All right, so Barbara comes to the fashion house with her entourage, and she's greeted by Reynolds before getting started on her dress. Barbara seemed to be very drunk, visibly tipsy during this, which angers Reynolds to no end as he's trying his best with what he's got to work with.
1: And she's she's nowhere near as as like slender and attractive as the other women we've seen him dress. Yeah. Not only Alma, but the young lady in the beginning, the um the princess that comes up later on. Yeah, that seems more Mona, his, Princess his type. Mona. Yeah, that seems more his type, that body type that he works right, with. Right. Right, but he's working with and because she's Fucking loan. Right, exactly. She's like Jackie and Right. So he's working with this, I don't mm. want to say overweight, but, you know, out, you know, schlubby body. But body
2: even as that as well. he deals with. It's, right. it's the way still... she
1: treats the dress is a bridge too far. Right. Yeah, it's exactly a bridge too far.
0: <laughs> so <coughs> what we have next. Is this like a press junket? Yeah, I was
2: going to ask you if you're going to talk about this because I really like. I even rewound this two or three times to like because there's something going on in this scene. So I had I have wedding I
0: press conference question mark. No, I,
2: think, I, I think I can clarify. but like she's I, a socialite, obviously, right. so it makes sense. Right. And he's a big like he's obviously got money too. Like, where did, he's from the Dominican Republic. Yes. He's, so he, yes. maybe he's like a politician. So, uh, I, I'll tell t- 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 you or The easiest way to like get to man. probably
1: the easiest footage that we can relate to. Would be um, after um, JFK got assassinated when Jackie O married Onassis. Onassis. Right. Okay. yeah, yeah, that okay. makes sense. And they had like that like the it was it was sort. it wasn't so much you know a coming out or debutante <clears> thing, but it was like an official press announcement. Yeah. No, I get all that,
2: that part. I get the part that threw at me is towards the end. One of the reporters asked the the husband to be. About obtaining visas for Jews during World War Two, right? And then it cuts to Amu, who's got like this like sour look on her face, and in the and then on the the audio track, you can hear it again. It says, and it's muffled in between like background noise, flashballs. So what it says
1: Jews visas again? It so repeats what, that. So, like, so what? So what? It, so my take on the scene is it was supposed to be this whole, you know, um, you know, Jacqueline Kennedy, you know, yeah. Uh, a Aristotle Nasis type press conference for the union that turned into oh absolutely. It started but why as a did faulty, that strike
2: such a nerve with Alma? Is my question. Because like, that be, guy's like a Schindler, maybe. Be, well, who's no, helping be, because get Jews out because the
1: this is now negative press against the Duchess who is seen wearing a House of Woodcock original. That lends bad credence to House of I Woodcock. I think there's more
2: too, because they really emphasize Jews and visas. So it's well, th- saying
1: something about the war. I
2: think what it's what it struck a nerve with. Obama. I
1: think what it's stating is that if this Duchess is willing to marry this man who supports this cause, no, he was
2: helping Jews get out. He was like Schindler. He was like getting Jews visas so they could get out of Germany. Oh, Schindler. so went the other way. He was getting them into the Dominican Republic, is the way I read it. He's right. like Schindler, like he was doing that sort. But of thing. wouldn't wouldn't that still be why would that considered strike political a nerve? War crime. I mean, at maybe because she he was like charging for visas rather than just helping people. Like I don't know why that seemed to like not land with Alma.
1: Is it's, my well, question. if you remember, like 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 as soon as that starts happening, it, it shifts from a fluff piece to a press piece. Reynolds turns and he opens that door. He he, well, his, he's
2: staring out the window. Yeah, like he, he watches he, he, none he, of it. He sticks. Yeah. As soon as it
1: goes there, he, he wants sticks his head out because he it. knows that's creating bad press for the couple, which is gonna. What it pulls down to is no matter what this is about, it's creating bad press for this couple. But it's going to create bad press for House of Woodcock because she's wearing his design.
2: Yeah, I don't. I'm just not. But what the what the juxt- what, 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 what it,
1: the reason of the you know the line of questioning is, I I don't think yeah. is you know fully clarified. Um,
0: Your so it, I mean, my thoughts. I I honestly never really thought about the scene the it way it was the, the has. first
2: time I really like picked up on it was yeah, watching it the other day. I, don't I think like, about it like, what that? was the significance of that?
1: I just picked it up last night, and that's what I took away was, like, it was originally like this fluff piece of announcing two but houses of money marrying, but then Mm -hmm. one house has some, you know, little political skeletons in their closet, which is going to affect the other house, and that house is wearing a house of Woodcock, so Woodcock is not happy Yeah, I couldn't tell if that
2: guy was doing, it sounded to me like he was theoretically doing a good thing, but... Maybe there's something like I. I'd, I was like, is Alma like anti-Semitic? But I don't think that that. I think she was not, probably say, a refugee too. I, which think, they un, I think what it is, is the what uncovered it with skeletons
1: it. in 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 this Dominican groom's yeah, like, political closet or his family's you know doings <laughs> within the Dominican government. And because the Dutch is now tied to him, that's yeah. negative to her. Right. And because she's loyal, well, woodcut, that's negative yeah. to Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. So Reynolds immediately notices this at the beginning of line of questioning. So he opens that fucking window and sticks his head out. like, yeah. oh, fuck, here we go. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it's fucking shit show from here on out. Yeah.
0: So the second thing, that doesn't make him pissed. What clearly does is watching her at the actual event, wiping her mouth with the dress. I never yeah, fucking noticed yes. that until this viewing. Remember, yes, she
1: just to to wipes that her like a fucking she, napkin. She has to what? Fold that, the he has to fuck? fold that collar a certain way when they're fitting her she because like she's such an absurd she body type, it. and it's like that. That. Crunchy taffeta stuff, which obviously I've never had to wear because I'm a guy, but it doesn't look comfortable. (laughs) Right. There's a lot of bridesmaids' dresses made out of that stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, like he has to fold it a certain way to make the dress flow right. And then when she's sitting there, she's so sloshed at this big banquet table. She's done. That she just literally unfolds it and just wipes the <laughs> fucking barbecue or tartar sauce and scotch whiskey off her chin. I
0: mean, she's fifty shades of fucked up at this point. <laughs> it takes three fucking grown men Little to carry her up. up to her room. Yeah. And that's when he Reynolds and Alma's like about They're to cry. Like Alma is like, that's, it's so Alma unfair.
2: She gets him riled up. She he, says, he just kind of resigned. Like this like, is fucking bullshit. She's like, what am I going to do She go just home. says, like, go get that she don't deserve, dress. she keeps right. on saying
0: she don't deserve that dress. Yeah. So, convinces she
1: convinces it. him. Right. So now and they're like we, a team for the first time. We're starting to see the dynamic right. begin to shift. He's not thinking for himself right. now. She's getting in his head. Alma's and they're like
2: a team. They're like, it's like, they actually have like a little adventure together where, right. where there's not a power dynamic they're equal at this yeah. point because they both have the same they goal they snatch the dress and go to the pub right
0: yeah Reynolds um, he bangs on the door demanding the dress back and then when she's told that he's that she's sleeping in the dress in the dress in the
1: dress well, no, she, first like when she's sleeping that's fine just go get the right. dress No, she's sleeping. He says, in the the dress? dress. He's got that look on his face.
2: (laughs) Like it
0: hits him, like, in the dress? Like, what? Uh, He sends Alma in, who removes the dress from Barbara herself, before saying that she cannot act like this under the house of Woodcock. (laughs) So, on the way home, the two share a kiss, and then the next morning at breakfast, Reynolds is acting very upbeat, not like his normal self, which catches the attention of Alma.
1: And this is where I made a note. I'd like to try part.
0: Yeah, Was there porridge would in you like that? Yeah, this day. Yeah. yeah,
2: porridge
1: for breakfast. So I got a little cinnamon. Cream. He
0: actually asked Alma if she wants some I porridge. I mean, but Alma porridge too. Is it, is it that much too. different than
1: oatmeal? Like, is don't there a know, big difference? I don't know what that's like.
0: I just know from the Gordy the Lock story. I know. Yeah. So, we, so
1: guys, we, we there, I'm, I'm sure there's listeners over in the UK that, that, that may check out this episode. This porridge d- is too cold. Right. I d- I, we, porridge is too hot. Know, we're here on the east coast of, of the United States of America. We never had, we don't know what porridge is. The best we got is fucking oatmeal and cream of wheat. The grits. You know, I mean, the closest <laughs> thing we get to your custard is eating pudding. You know, but like for whatever reason, this breakfast scene makes porridge look really, really appealing to me. Yeah, like not, I'd like to try some porridge. I
2: like a bowl of oatmeal every once. while. Well, I'd certainly give porridge a shot. Cinnamon sugar oatmeal. That's no, I don't I like, like I don't shit. like cinnamon
1: shit. But I mean, yeah. No? So you don't prefer to cinnamon sugar pop tarts? What's your favorite? I don't like cinnamon. Leave any. this podcast really? <laughs> yeah, immediately. Like Get the fuck out of my house, fuck, it's man. A no it's not a cinnamon sugar. If I'm eat a
2: pop tart, but I don't eat a lot of it's got to be like. Have a chocolate like a, really? like a cookies and cream Or Real. like a
1: s'mores. The s'mores is good s'mores. The s'mores is good s'mores okay. I'm a cheap fucking date man Cinnamon sugar pop tarts, Cinnamon sugar oatmeal All goddamn
0: <laughs> day Give me the strawberry Frosted I'm make some
1: cinnamon toast oh. If you guys leave Yeah <laughs> So you I remember know, that Lucky... Next time
2: you stay over for breakfast <laughs> Yeah right I'm having fucking cinnamon something <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, I got this box Last night from the store Lucky Charms But it's like, it's new It's like Remember when Rice Krispie Treats had, like, their own cereal with, like, marshmallow clump? Like, Rice Krispie yeah. Treats chunks? Yeah. It's like that with marshmallows.
1: Dude, I got you one beat. Mandy and I found this was a one and done. Like, I don't know where she found it, and we literally hounded, literally, we drove through, like, every grocery store in the Middle River Essex area looking for another box after we finished it. It was a run of Lucky Charms, okay? hmm But, yes, it had your marshmallows. It better. But, Right. but but instead of just the regular like like whole wheat whole grain pieces, right. they were cinnamon toast crunch pieces. <laughs> what? Yes, dude, it was it was cinnamon toast crunch hmm. like charms. Never I seen swear that. Swear to God, it existed. That's the first. I, yes, I was high when I ate it, but I know I fucking <laughs> ate it because I have a picture of it on my phone. Right. I'd go around. I mean, I'm like, do you guys sell this? And they're like, Ah, oh, yeah, man, we saw it once. You guys, you burnouts bought it up. We never seen it again. <laughs> So yeah, she got it like fucking I don't know, dollar store or something. Apparently mm. it was like a seasonal or mm. you know, like how Lay's does those it. It like one you know a couple flavors a right. season or one done. Yeah, this was the most incredible fucking cereal I've ever eaten. Now
0: I know they make chocolate uh, lucky charms, fuck but I can't, did, guys, I can't get down with that. I can't get down with chocolate you guys lucky charms. Can
1: find the cinnamon toast Lucky Charms, shoot an email to Film Effect, I'll give you my address. I don't care if they show up a week or two stale, man, I'll get some fresh milk. It'll make a fucking <laughs> difference to me. All
0: right, so this is when we're introduced to Princess Mona. She comes to talk to Reynolds about her, about him making her dress for her French wedding. We see her getting her measurements with Alma becoming jealous. She introduces herself to Mona, but when Mona treats her like she's below her, Alma tells her that she lives there.
3: I want to wish you good fortune for your wedding. Thank you. Je m'appelle Alma. Lovely to meet you, Alma. I live here.
1: Yeah, she, Alma's like you know. You know I live here. <laughs> like um, yeah. she needs f- for
2: her to know that she's not yes. just um, one of the main. I'm not seamstress. just a seamstress. Right. I
1: fucked the guy that designed your yeah. dresses.
2: That's very important to her. That, like her, the way she's treated is. A running through line of her character right. and I'm not saying right or wrong I'm just saying yeah. it's like it's very important to her an regardless. Outsider, they're,
1: they're just gonna look at her as another employee right. of, of House of not because really... he does nothing to distinguish her as this is my significant right. other and she doesn't really recognize
2: those sort of class structures she doesn't care if somebody's a princess you're just another fucking right. person
1: in the room yeah that's true
0: so this is where we have Alma going to the serial about surprising him with dinner on Thursday uh, after he comes <laughs> home from his walk <laughs> oof When she asks Cyril for help, Cyril turns her down, saying that it's not his birthday and that he doesn't like surprises. She says it's not an appropriate time and tries suggesting other things, but Alma says that she wants to surprise him with dinner anyway. So
1: Well, I mean I mean too. As soon as Alma addresses that to Cyril, she's got Cyril's got this immediate Look of like shock and disgust. She knows it's a bad idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. You oh, do yeah. Not know what can of worms you're about All to right. open. Like, you can see, like, behind Cyril's eyes, she's like, I get it. It's a sweet gesture, but my brother is not the man. You're and again, it's not
2: Cyril, like, being like, for her own selfish reasons Like right. no you can't Fucking do this Because I'm jealous You're gonna
1: make A nice thing She's legit, legit Trying to help she's, her She's trying to help her
2: like, starting to like Alma at this point point. doesn't and, uh, want to now, See now, her to, fuck But up. to the
1: to, to the initial viewer That's how it comes right. across Yeah it Now does. this is a movie That benefits from multiple viewers. Yes it really does Oh yeah it absolutely. Really does. But to the initial viewer You're like man Fucking Cyril's just Throwing up another right. roadblock Cause she don't Want Alma and Reynolds right. To get together This could be a good thunder. thing For their relationship yeah. Reynolds is not Your typical eligible bachelor Right Bar none
0: so, the day of the dinner, Cyril wishes Alma a good luck before leaving. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're going so to need re- re- it. Good luck. <laughs> good luck.
3: What is this? I love you, Reynolds. Yes, but what is this? It's a surprise. Are you hungry? Where is Cyril? I've sent everyone home. Where is Cyril? She's left. What time did she leave? This afternoon. I've made us dinner. Let me collect myself for a moment. I'll just have a bath, I think. This is very kind of you, Alma. Would you like a champagne or a martini? No, thank you. Oh, is that your dress? It's finished. Let's have a look at it. Hmm, it's rather interesting. Very good work. I'll just have my bath now. When will Cyril get
1: back? Mm, tonight. Reynolds. Reynolds out for his afternoon walk. Reynolds
0: comes home and she's dressed up and says that she loves him. He keeps questioning. Wearing, she's
1: wearing the dress. She's on the, sta- the spiral staircase wearing the dress. But all he does is question what this is and yeah, where like, Cyril is. He where is Cyril? Door, he, he opens the other door. There's no seizures. Right. Is. He asks where. Cyril and then also is as a
2: quick aside, did you get the the impression that Alma designed and made this dress because he doesn't he kind of examine it like I couldn't tell if he was you kind of like, do one, did he designed yeah it? And he goes oh this turned out good or he's like going oh this is her work this isn't bad for like a first timer that is thought that, that is, thought passed my is, is mind
1: that by, that's the way dress? I took it like she okay. because by the I end of the movie she's
2: pretty much when he steps out of a room she steps in and kind of. In a matter of speaking, designs the dress or, or gives like critiques. She's yeah, not just true. in the role of a seamstress at that point. She's able to give editorial. He was
1: aware that she was stepping in like that's that. That's the way I read it. When when he said because when she's standing on the staircase and the one positive thing he says over the whole scene is well, that's your dress. I'm thinking that's your dress. You, I think it I, could be read yeah. either way. I okay. read it as.
2: It's literally her, like yeah. she made. But she I, I like,
1: I like how this scene opens with a slow, impending sense of dread because he's coming in, like right away as soon yeah, as he shuts and puts his keys well, like down, like a crescendo almost. Yeah, it's, It really is. It really is. And I got notes on this. Um, you, like he's he's slowly walking through the foyer in the hallway. Like he, <laughs> he senses something amiss. He puts his yeah, keys. Yeah, he knows down. it's not right. He opens the one side room door, which there probably should have been a seams for his working. Right. There's nobody there. He asks where Cyril is, and she's like, "She left," you know. And right away, he's already not fucking happy. Yeah,
0: yeah Alma says that she sent everybody home, and that he, and this is when he becomes agitated and upset due to all of this. And later on, at the actual dinner. She tries her cooking. Note the abundance of salt he's pouring on the asparagus. well yeah, this whole And there's scene, a reason for that because... This
1: whole scene, this whole scene, that whole back and forth between them in that hallway and on the stairs, like the dinner is almost like a mea culpa to the initial event because he comes home. She's like, I sent everybody home. so we got It's not dinner. a romantic dinner at right. this point. It's I, just I, dinner. I, I made you a dinner and his response and I didn't take note because I'm sure Ed's going to play the clip but... Right here, bigger than shit. It just says Reynolds response. This, like this whole segment, if we're going to go back when we get the finger looking good, this is mine. Is it? This this whole, from the time he walks in to the end of that dinner scene. And this is where I made the note pajamas with a vest and jacket right, exactly because <laughs> exactly. she like he's like i'll just have a bed she's like do you want a martini i'm fine right i'll just don't give me he's, anything you've art. you up fucked my up my routine right? for, the, for the thursday afternoon i'm gonna let upstairs, me go decompress right i've got it i'm gonna go soak in a fucking tub before i rip your trachea out you know what i mean and then and then my next note is even woodcock's pub pajamas require vest and sport coat, <laughs> But the nice part about um, that, that scene in the hallway is the blockage, the cinematography, mm-hmm. the lighting because, like, he's standing there like the light of God is he's, shining And he's down looking down, down there, like they like, change she's positions on right, the steps. And he's looking up and there's, the, the, the light is right above his head. So mm. it's like, you know, beam of light and he's just shooting fucking daggers but he doesn't
2: ladder. go off the way I was expecting no he
1: keeps it he, he, he keeps, keeps it, it in
2: which again I think shows him changing right because he would have had a really shitty thing to say normally he would have right.
1: snapped yeah but it shows a little bit of restraint but it also but he's also not very nice oh, and he's not he happy says. right he's very passive aggressive in oh, yeah. a smarmy absolutely condescending way in that scene then he goes and takes his bath then he comes down with some silk pink pajamas, you know, sexiest pair of suede slippers I've ever seen. <laughs> His slippers are nice. Right? And he's wearing a tweed vest and sport coat. And an ascot. And, and he an ass makes, guy, it, Yeah, he we just forgot makes it fucking guy. work. Right. He just makes it fucking work. And he comes out and eats some soggy asparagus.
0: Yeah. Um so she tries to break the mold by uh, making conversation about the princess's dress. She asks if he'll be making it for her, and he comes back with the fact that he's made every dress for her since her first communion and that it only makes sense that he makes her dress for her wedding. Yeah,
1: and the sense of arrogance, the way he like, talks about like that. Like, yeah. I'm so, like I, I, I made her dress for her What a stupid question. Right, yeah, exactly. How dare you even <laughs> ask me? I did Every dress that woman yeah. has worn to a, to a public event was come
0: from me. So then he goes into a tangent about this asparagus being made with butter instead of all instead of oil like he like he normally makes it and she says that she doesn't know what she's doing there waiting around for him like an idiot. He says this is an ambush, but this for what purpose? Do you
1: have a gun? This is an ambush. but For what purpose? (laughs) At what point did you say I'm admiring my own gallantry for even eating it? He's like, I'm admiring my own
2: gallantry for even having eaten it. And I love her performance in this scene where she's like, she literally gets at a loss for words and just starts making noises. She's like, in the, the, like trying to, like she can't, she's so like angry she can't even put it the words. Right, overwhelmed overwhelmed emotion. Do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? She's. Like, Where's this coming from?
0: She says there's always people around and she can't have just him alone. He questions why she's acting strange all of a sudden. Um, that's right. If I don't protect myself, somebody will come in the night of the uh, in the middle of the night. And that's what he says. That's right. If I don't protect myself, somebody will come in the middle of the night and take over my corner of the room and ask me about their fucking asparagus. <laughs> And my note here is it's one of the funniest serious fights I've ever seen in cinematic history. Honestly. Um, So then we have Alma reading a book about edible poison mushrooms. She takes the poison mushroom that she found before and prepares Reynolds tea with it. The tiniest portion of it. Yeah, she
1: knows just enough to shave down. I don't mean to cut you off there, but towards the end of that dinner scene you made a couple of notes. First of all, He's like I was just being cocky because I was a little mad at him. I wrote gaslight women much there, Reynolds Woodcock. <laughs> well, he's straight up gaslighting her, and then he tells her to fuck off back where she came. Yeah, that was the, the di- Yeah, that right, was the dagger. Like fuck off <laughs> back where you come from. But then the camera lingers for a few moments. Are we seeing possible regret over what he just said? Because it lingered when she when Alma storms off through the kitchen to go back up to the you know to the room mm-hmm. or whatever. And you got Reynolds sitting there at the end of the table with this, you know, plate of asparagus. And it's like a tight shot on on DDL, like kind of processing... Mm -hmm. Couple different facial. Expressions. I mean, it's possible. I mean, that's I I mean, it's, it's one you of you the, you the, the themes he of the film felt the tinge of regret. Oh, and, for and that's what and like, just said? that's
2: typical behavior for an abuser, like it, whether it's physical abuse. Right. Or like I finally got what I wanted. Like, shit, I really didn't want. Like that. I snapped and like kind of had a moment of passion and said some shit I shouldn't have said. Right. And now, you know, now once I'm they cool down, they, they second guess. You it. know what? And, I'm
0: surprised at the fact that we're almost an hour and forty five minutes into this recording alone. And we're talking about it. We're tiptoeing around it, but we haven't actually used the word. What's He's that? a fucking narcissist.
2: Oh, absolutely. Not, yeah.
0: None of us have used the word right. yet, but let's just call it like it is. Right. He's so. a fucking narcissist.
2: Yeah, no doubt.
0: All right, so breakfast time with Alma and Reynolds. She lectures him about Alma being... Wait. It's not Alma. It's uh, breakfast cereal. of cereal and Reynolds. Breakfast of cereal and Reynolds. She she lectures. Uh, she lectures Reynolds about Alma because she's fond of her. She tells him not to pick a fight with her because she won't come out alive. She'll go right and she'll go right through him, yeah, and it'll be him shift. who ends yeah. up on the floor. And this is the first and this, is, scene? this is this is that shift exactly. This is
2: the first scene in the movie too. Like I noticed, like with him, like he looks sort of disheveled. Yeah, like his hair's kind of messed right. he, up.
1: He's not. He's not fully groomed. Like he's not himself. He's he's, he's already right. out of sorts. Yeah. Right. And then my note here is Cyril owns Reynolds at breakfast. Yeah. But yeah. there's a she reason
0: though, he's finished. looking like that because he's he's had the tea.
1: These right, are, that's what I'm he's saying. He's had that's the tea true. by now. Right, right. that's true. what
2: I'm saying. Like, shit's starting to happen. Right, because the
0: next scene, he's he's right, stitching he the out. dresses, the the princess's dress, and he falls ill, like right on top of it. Right. He collapses. Then the next, the next morning, that's right. The next morning, he falls ill. Well, that that then not the, stitching no, it. No, the it next is. morning, he tries touching it out um, because the the dress is no, he, yeah, the toughing
2: scene just it is out. finished. It mean, is finished. They're done. The, dress the next is morning, there, he tries toughing
0: it out because the dress is finished. He inspects it up and down all around, looking like death in the process. He tells the ladies, excellent work, but then says the dress is ugly before collapsing
1: over it. Yeah, he's, he's too proud to even there admit that he shouldn't have got out of bed that day. Right. Yes. That is something that could wait, at least, it's something that Cyril could handle or could wait another day. Mm-hmm. But you know, Reynolds Woodcock just stands up and he tries to go about his day as usual and that day is going to shit because he's been drinking out. Because he,
0: he jumps up and runs upstairs and into his bathroom where he becomes sick and that's it. He's done. Because yeah. Yeah, at
1: this point, he like, he and he does, DDL D- 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 does one of the greatest fainting jobs I've ever yeah. seen on screen. Yeah, Like normally a faint is like really fake mm-hmm. and like, like hokey soap opera looking. Mm-hmm. But the way that man passes out, I like to think, honestly, I seriously think for a split second last night, I was—I I didn't write this down, but I think right before they went to shoot that scene- <laughs> He choked himself out. No, no, he went out and got the flu <laughs> on purpose and came back to shoot the scene right. with 103 fever, you know, and a stomach virus, right. just to stay in character. I'm pretty sure DDL went out and deliberately caught the flu Could right be, before yeah. he filmed. It would, it would... <laughs> I wouldn't put it past right. the guy. It'd be in character. <laughs> right literally it's, hold on Paul I've got to go get the flu we'll be back right.
0: so two ladies come in and tell Cyril about the damage the dress took while Reynolds collapsed I love this scene Those... Cyril
1: cannot
2: wrap her head around right though, because they're so ordered and something like this is so out of character for him. She's like, Well what happened? She's bro? like, who the fuck are you talking to? And right, they were clearly saying Mr. Woodcock. Right. Said there's, there's no doubt about it. They
0: say there's holes and tears and shoe polish thrown in. Al- the shoe polish. Oh, shoe polish.
1: From Mr. Woodcock's shoes. I'm sorry, who fell down? So
0: <laughs> Alma takes Reynolds to his bed and promises that she won't create any fuss. She takes his shoes off and makes him more comfortable he uh, tells her that everyone he tells her to tell everyone that he'll be down shortly and she knows that that's not going to happen and um, this is
1: where Alma finally, he, she turns around and shuts out Cyril at this point hello
3: Cyril yeah what is it <laughs> I not the bloody hell came over me I'll be right in a moment. Well, you don't look all right. Where does it hurt? Hurts all over. It's never really felt like this before. Is it your stomach? Is it something you've eaten? Before? I don't think so. Not surely. Really. So please tell them I'll be with them in a minute. No, you're not going anywhere. You have to stay here and rest. Would you like me to do anything? Just give me silence. Shall I call the doctor? No, sir, you certainly will not, please. All right. Um... Exhausted, Give me silence. Burning up. Will you take care of the dress for me. Yes, of course I will. It's all right. I just. I just want to. That's it. Come on, Mama.
2: He asserts her dominance in the house yeah because when well, he's sick now he's out he's, of commission now that he's sick he's right. mine right. when he's We're, working
1: he's yours yeah they share they share like custody in right. reynolds woodcock mine I mean, cyril seems to be okay with that she's like not
2: right now like
1: it's a shock to her in this scene but it's also now she's got some free time right. she can go to the fucking <laughs> right. pub maybe she can get married play some keno right you know what yeah.
0: i mean and my note here is um acknowledging the tone change with Johnny Greenwood's score here it's a lot more deeper it's, and darker honestly the yeah, my note
1: says this score works like this score it really now, doesn't stop I just want to talk
0: film. I just want to talk about Johnny Greenwood's score right here is that here. who it is? Johnny yeah. Greenwood now, you from radio. I didn't
1: know how to characterize it at first I, I, I like jotted down like you know Low key jazz, but it's really not. No, it's I I like listen to this soundtrack orchestral. in my car. Yeah, I listen. I listen
0: to it freely. Yeah, that's how, how you, much I love it. How would
1: you yeah. classify? Sort
2: of- Chamber music, chamber, chamber? Yeah.
1: okay, classic sort of. Yeah, it's it's, it's class, classical, the it's, piano, it, it heavy on the piano for mm-hmm. the most. Part. Piano
2: and like uh, strings
1: that I think. Well, at this point, he might no, be he's, using he's real got, got, he's was got orchestra since but he's definitely probably, has orchestra. Was this, orchestra. this is what right. I like shifted from. Okay, maybe it's not really low key jazz. Really jazz, maybe I'll consider more orchestral. Yeah, no, music, you're getting the
0: jazz yeah, like, sense from the piano, and right, that's fine, that's a fair assessment because it does kind of sound jazz with the piano. It's like I said, slow,
1: not like like scat right. but it's yeah. so beautiful yeah. it's, it, it really is God. and it it's, it's there the, the, the whole so time. Much. it's there pretty much the there's entire, not a
0: bad track on this. score I don't think
1: yeah. there's a moment in the film where you don't hear it
2: there are but he does that in all of me. like he lays on a lot of I them mean, like it's, I, it's, I noticed that so earlier with Boogie it, Nights then and Magnolia you don't hear it, you think you're hearing there's, there's it always comes back like again. there's either um like a soundtrack like a needle drop or like it used to be John Bryan used to do his movies like it would be some John Bryan music just kind of like bubbling in the background. Like right. not not dominant. You right. know, it might like rise up and down in the course of the scene, but it's right. always kinda there underneath. I would
1: I, I would think but but given the runtime of the film, that that shall we say chamber music esque score is there for probably eighty five minutes oh, yeah, runtime. Definitely. Like it is there like underlying mm-hmm. You know the beats, the emotions, the, yeah. you know uh, the plot shifts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I. You guys are always better at scores than I am. Mm-hmm. You, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna hand hand, hand my hands off to you guys for that. Um, you mentioned Johnny and I've heard him before. Who? He's what else? for radio. He's from Radiohead. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I have heard that they started the, mm-hmm. like kind of doing what like yours did. It's like, like Tom it's York did yeah, they're good. They're and like, uh,
2: Motherless Brooklyn. And it's, ah, and they're, yeah. Oh, which, which I own, but never Brooklyn? listened. I never watched it, I mean. Not a bad movie. Not great. Yeah, it's, not it's, bad. It's, it's okay. I yeah. liked it. I it's liked watchable.
1: It. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, Hmm. so it's essentially it's worth seeing this wave, and I would I would argue it started with you know when Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross started scoring movies. I think Johnny Greenwood started before they did, right? What was the first one they did?
0: I'm into. I'm on it.
1: Um, Johnny Greenwood started. It's been like a one. We're 90s pop artists are getting a a, a second
2: breath of fresh air because you can't score a hit on the radio with your regular band. So it's like, No,
0: he did. There will be blood.
2: Greenwood did. No, Greenwood. I'm, mm-hmm. Trent Reznor,
1: what was his first?
0: Oh, Reznor? Yeah. Um, social network? No. That's no. what I'm thinking.
1: Was, that's what I thought. About. It wasn't social network. Are you sure about that? Yeah, Ed carries a hard-on for that movie. He's going to make me watch <laughs> it in a couple of weeks. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, but I mean, I, he, I think he rubs on a little too much. Yeah, you know. I, no, there are people who love that movie, and I don't... Tarantino said it's the
2: best movie or the second best movie of, like, the, the Hawks or, like, the or, 2010s, whatever yeah, you call it. I don't
1: know. Well, you know what? I...
2: I don't see it, like I'm. I only watched it yeah, once. Yeah, it was so. Social Network. Social Network. All right, that's
1: showing. But again, where?
2: that's around the time when there's. Or bands...
0: he did pieces for Natural Born Killers and Lost Highway. Right,
2: but that was like Nine Inch Nails song,
1: like Yeah, Al it, was, Takes, yeah it, it was solo right, right, work. It wasn't. it was solo. It wasn't solo. It wasn't like a full score. The tone of a. But the full score is Social
0: Network and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and then Gone Girl, and then he started. He did Patriot. He did Patriots Day.
1: Peter Berg. I hate to say it, but I kind of like their film work more than I like their. their yeah, I think we talked
2: about the mid nineties. Like, I, like I, did, I did okay. not know. I like, heard 90s. Johnny
1: Greenwood. I did not know he came. Yeah, from, and I know you're not Greenwood. a Radiohead fan. Like, I yes. like Radiohead. I don't love them the way some people do. No. But
2: and that guy's like a fucking monster guitar player. Like, he's yeah. just a really talented musician yeah. all around. I mean, I
1: did. I did know Tom York did *Suspiria*, so I had respect for him with that. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, and I, I guess Greenwood is like, "Hey, uh, Tom." Dude, this movie thing, man, you might make a couple extra bucks Sometimes I got a hold of Guadalino. Greenwood does all the Paul
2: Thomas Anderson, everything since there will be blood. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool.
1: That's cool.
0: All right, so Cyril comes to Reynolds to make sure he's okay and he requests silence and tells his sister not to call the doctor. But when she walks out, Alma closes the door behind him as uh, her, as like, Reynolds I mean, Alma becomes thinks, sick I mean, um, again.
2: Cyril thinks she's following her out. The yeah, door. exactly.
0: <laughs> she just closes behind she her. Just it right kind of him. mirrors the scene when she's trying to get into his room uh, a right. earlier, and she, she kind of like, yeah, got that's smug look. Right. That's where the dominance
3: gets
1: served. <laughs>
0: so the women have a meeting about what to do with the dress, and immediately get to work when fixing it, working overnight in the process since they're on a tight deadline. 9 a.m. tomorrow is when it's due. Cyril gets a phone call and arrives with the doctor that she sent for against her brother's wishes and Alma assured her he's fine just sleeping and we'll be alright but Cyril's not having it
2: yeah this is fucking up Alma's game because this yeah. is Muncheis now she has to dodge questions
1: exactly. it's the perfect way to put it about proxy yeah. the doctor examines and the doctor it, shows up the it's, game's it's, it's, it's gonna be it's yeah, gonna be fucking up. it takes blown. Alma out of the picture and right. the yeah, last her, thing she, her scheme's never gonna this work this is her way of getting time find, alone with him right, right. she's gonna
0: find a toxin right. so the doctor wants to see Reynolds and asks to check on him but Reynolds is not having it and tells him to fuck off Alma reiterates what he said and also tells the doctor to fuck off. I think this is
2: clear. He wants you to fuck off. <laughs> I love that line. Cool. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I have here the doctor leaving and both women are acting like they're the primary caretaker for Ronald. It's some funny
2: shit. And then when he like, when Cyril introduces her, he calls Alma, Mrs. Woodcock. Right, yeah. She, and you know, they both, the acting in that scene is fucking great because it's like you're looking over like the doctor's shoulder and you got Cyril on one side and Alma on the other. And when he calls her Mrs. Woodcock, Alma's kind of, like, surprised and then gets very happy. Like, thank, you know, thank you. Yeah. And, and, Cyril's and Cyril's Cyril bit, gets, like, it's very subtle, off. but it's, like, this little look yeah. like.
1: I noted that, like, too, last yeah, I <laughs> did see that. You're not going to correct him on he's that? Just, he's just presuming that it's the
2: sister and the wife. Right. And, again, I think Cyril, in a way, like, she's put off, but in a
1: way she respects and, uh, look, it, Alma's it, it, game. She's like, huh. She's like, I, I only got to do half the work now. Right. You know? <laughs> right
0: so Cyril shows Alma
1: Cyril- <laughs> That's a lot
0: to Cyril shows Alma the process of, I'm sorry Cyril shows Alma the progress with the dress and tells the ladies it is to be ready by 9am Alma jumps in and offers the help so she's given instructions and dives right into it tearing out the message that Woodcock sewed into the dress previously that read never cursed mm-hmm. so we have Reynolds sick by the fire
1: yeah, so you notice it's, as soon as you see Never Cursed, then you see him, like, being haunted by, by his him. mother, right. Because so, he like, sees yeah. his
0: mother here and asks if she's really there and that Maybe he misses strength, her. Right, his mother. He's talking ah, to what he thinks yeah, is his mother.
1: Point. It's his rosebud. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good point, yes.
0: I love this member of the film so much So, because it, it takes Reynolds, it makes him vulnerable and nothing else in the film could.
1: And he's he's literally, he's... For lack of a better term, he's speaking to his creator at this point, and I made a note that DDL probably loved delivering this monologue. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is the type of you? really there? Type of scene that that he that gets him out of bed, that, mm-hmm. that reminds him why he does what he does right. in his craft is to be able to take this literally what ninety seconds or two minutes of a movie and just where it's just him and us right mm-hmm. and he's having this deep felt like you know introspective soul-searching train of thought conversation you know mm-hmm. with arguably his mother or his creator but also with us as the audience right and like that's something that I know, I loved when I had those moments of monologues when I was on stage where I could kind of like feel an unspoken connection. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think that's why. I I think that this is one of the reasons he probably agreed to do this was to deliver that monologue.
2: Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a great scene because after the monologue, then. Like it's it the is essentially him saying goodbye to his mother. Right. Because it's Alma like walks making, in the room. Finally making his peace. Right. Once Alma he gives that monologue, his mother's standing there, Alma yeah, walks in the room she crosses and left then she the, crosses back, the back right. and the mother's gone. She's gone. Yeah. And then a transference occurs yeah. where Alma yes. becomes his mother. Yes.
0: I remember this moment being like the Majority of our conversation on the car ride home from the Yeah, theater I could like, I could see you. You and like I were talking about goose, this for like the majority of the conversation. I could, I could see you
1: two having a goose Because you didn't quite get
0: it. And get I remember it. trying to explain to you, like, no. It's like she was there, but then when she comes, Alma comes in, and and, and next scene, it's, next shot, she's gone.
1: It's kind of like, and we, and we talked that about that. Should I blame him more than I blame you? Hey, <laughs> I had no way but if You could have shot me a text. <laughs> All right, I'll cop to that. Next time he invites you to a PTA screen, you're like, hold on, I gotta ask somebody something. (laughs) So, shoot me a text. I got you, you're right.
0: She says that his mother is no longer (laughs) present when she leaves. She tells him that his fevers (laughs) went down, as we see what looks like tears in his eyes. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, Reynolds comes down to the room where Al, with Alma sleeping while working. And he's
1: wearing them sexiest slippers and yeah. a gorgeous robe, too, man. That guy can dress Yeah, I, I noticed the slippers. In this She's sleeping
0: from working right? all night on the dress, and he says that he loves her and doesn't want to live without her.
2: But notice the detail. Like, he walks in the room, not once does he look at the dress. No. He goes right to Alma. Yep. And, and that She's solidifies like that, yes, that, that she touched. is now... She won. His focus. She, she's
1: his focus. That's his focus. And she got you, in his head. and in I his think heart. at this Mine. point, he maybe he's like starting to realize that. Do you think he's starting to realize yet that she's beginning to? Oh manipulate? no, no, I don't. No. I don't think we're there yet. You don't think there? Just, no, he legitimately yet. falls in love? with We don't with get her, to the end. But to him, love. But as far as his realization, you don't think he's even no, starting it's to put it not to the again. end. Not at all. It's okay, not, I'm just saying, as a you know, like as, as as the character of Reynolds Woodcock, now, you don't he think legitimately that falls he's in love with her because, no.
2: like I said, the transference. Alma has become his mother now. And my note here, Freudian about the movie, that like my
0: my note here reads: Alma's getting the love and attention she's wanted all this is what she wanted so he tells her that a house that does not change is a dead house okay. and asks yes. her to marry him and she accepts so then we get the wedding of Reynolds and Alma small ceremony nothing massive like a, like a royal his wedding
1: intensity and commitment in that scene man reminds yeah. me like that, that, that scene is his intensity and commitment during the wedding scene it reminds me why this guy could read how-to instructions on building a hi-fi stereo from 1983 right. And I would be fucking riveted. I would watch that instructional video. Yeah. Like, this guy just does not turn in a, a, a performance you don't believe in. Right. And this Never. seemed like
2: it was going to be like, a, who, who kind of cares about this right. character? But, but like, you
1: fucking, he, he's such an ass, much like, you know, Daniel Plame, is mm-hmm. was such an ass. You, you know, he's you're enamored by yeah. him. You don't necessarily like him. You didn't like Bill the Butcher. Right. But honey, who was your favorite character in Gangs of New York? Not build a butcher. <laughs> well, well, uh, she's more of a DiCaprio <laughs> fan. What can no. I say? <laughs> I
0: mean, this is seemingly short-lived when we see Reynolds bothered during breakfast as she's making noises again while eating at the at the honeymoon resort. Yeah, he's
2: already pissed on her honeymoon. He, so he realizes he made a mistake at this. Like, yeah, he had a moment of weakness. He felt right. love for a couple days, and now he's over. It. Yeah, he's got less than seventy-two hours of regrets. <laughs> <Right. decisions. laughs> and those sure. shots of the Alps in the background are amazing. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we're at
0: an event or a dinner for the Baltimores? Um, not quite sure what it is. Alma remembers the doctor who helped bring Reynolds back to good health and spends the majority of the event with him, something that even Woodcock notices. Reynolds' domine, domine- uh, Reynolds' domineering personality reasserts itself here.
1: Yeah, now I made note that this is the nicest Christmas party I've seen since Stanley Kubrick's eyes wide shut. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, it's pretty it's like high a nice party. Christmas party. But, The way they seat these couples, because are we at the spot where, where Alma's having dinner with the doctor yet? Is that where you're at? The it's it's coming
0: up because she okay. wants to go dancing, but he doesn't want to. Well, he's, but they, but they, they, also that's what's next.
1: Away from each other. And
2: whoever and that man. woman is who's hosting the event clearly has nothing but disdain for Alma. Like she just makes shitty comments about yeah, her. Yeah, she just because
0: she's, she's talking beloved. about her and she hears her. Alma picks up. I hears everything she says to her about her. I mean, she
1: she makes a number of shitty comments. And and the, and the doctor makes a couple of passes at Alma. Right, like, no, uh, he's, he's clearly smitten. Right, he's you know he's a little too old for you. I'm a little more your speed. Right, wouldn't you want to be with me instead of this Reynolds Woodcock guy? Right. All right. so
0: Alma wants to go dancing like I said but he's not about that he says that he's not going dancing and she brings up a New Year's Eve dance that uh, the doctor mentioned in the last scene she says that they need to go dancing but he says that he's staying right there and going to work so she gets up and goes alone in one of the first dresses that he made for her uh, when she doesn't come home in a reasonable time he starts to get anxious and worried he's seen pacing around the house erratically uh, he ends up going to the dance uh, to find her, as everyone's seen in the ballroom celebrating and dancing around. I like this touch here—the New Year's Eve countdown beginning, and it's uh, New Year's—it's—it's it's New Year's now, and we see Reynolds. Um, he doesn't see Alma at first, but then spots her dancing in a group line.
1: Um, yeah, well, it's, it starts off where like she storms out because she wants to go dancing, and he's left all alone. He's like, "He's like, go dancing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay here and work." Right. Don't think she's gonna pull a card. She calls him, When it puts her dress on, and goes out to a New Year's Eve party. So he finally tracks her down, and it's when he sees her out there dancing in that crowd. Kind of reminded me of the end of Last Tango in Paris a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I like um,
2: my expectation of that scene was and I remember thinking as first watching it that first time was Please don't let him go to this dance and look over and see like the doctor's hand on her ass or... Right. like yeah. that's kind of where I, that's where the typical movie would have kind of like right. anything Yeah. Right. avoid no, that. and that's, do what, that. that's it like does one of the things I that. love about this movie is when it kind of looked like it was going towards sort of like a this, more mainstream yeah. kind of storytelling it, it, didn't, it, it didn't constantly didn't. veered away it kept from it it. like it upended my expecting. expectations every and time and
1: this is when Woodcock finally realizes that other people can do without him right He's realizing Cyril really doesn't need him as much yeah. as he thinks she does. Alma obviously doesn't need him as much as he thinks she mm-hmm. does. He could be left alone with his own thoughts, and there's nothing more terrifying. Right.
0: So he goes down and approaches her. And she looks very unhappy as he takes her hand and pulls her away. Mm-hmm. So back at the fashion house, Reynolds is noticeably tired and bothered by something he excuses himself and leaves the room Alma helps with the dress in his place and Reynolds goes into Cyril's office and Cyril reveals to Reynolds that the Countess is now a client at a rival fashion house and suggests that his classic conservative designs may be going out of style Reynolds blames Alma for being more of a distraction than an inspiration and Alma overhears him tell Cyril that it may be time to end the marriage while standing behind him all along. Chic? fucking Sheik. chic <laughs> uh and this is where all the, 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 the this is all the quotes all the best quotes me, are in this moment right. no one gives a tinker's, tinkers fucking <laughs> curse about <and I> mrs Vaughn's satisfaction
2: it's all right here
1: the quiet
0: death in this house right. that, he, that's all this scene
2: he's noticing that cyril and alma have almost like a little you t- surf t- like like a little partnership going and he's like yeah, and that's what he gets. There's, them all there's the an air of quiet death in this house, and I do not mm-hmm. like the way it smells. Like shit isn't the way it used to be, and the way it's supposed to be. Right. Everything's all fucked up.
0: So then we see Alma going out and picking another batch of sick mushrooms. I just call them sick mushrooms, yeah, why not? and <laughs> prepares it for Woodstock in the form of an omelet. So. This is where he picks up on it yeah, because yeah, he, knows it he chews his first bite. She informs him that, you know, she wants to make him weak and vulnerable so that he has to depend on her to take care of him. And this is when he willingly swallows the bite instead of spitting it out and tells her to kiss him. And then he's ill again. Kiss Al- me,
1: my girl, before I'm sick. Yeah. Right, Alma you know, imagines there. You notice he, he, she, she makes it in butter and he doesn't say a fucking thing. Right. She she, she
2: doesn't try to be inconspicuous in the least. She no, stares right. at him the whole time. That's when she does the weird pour with the water, where mm-hmm. she like she's just being a and complete oddball. There, and he's like, you like, know what? Just showing her. I, I
1: need this to stay balanced because right. this guy will not keep up with the times. That's
2: the light bulb has gone off over his head. Like, okay, maybe this is what I need.
1: Right.
0: So Alma imagines their future with children, a rich social life, and a bigger role for her in the dressmaking business. She acknowledges that while there may be challenges ahead, their love and their complementary needs can overcome them. And this wraps up the film, gentlemen. I love the end credits playing over the two before cutting yeah. into black. So happy together. Yeah. Yep. And That is Phantom Thread. Yeah. All right. So, let's take a look at the inbox.
1: Uh, what's in the box? Not to, give me the what's in the fucking box? Oh, are we supposed to, to,
0: to the No, I do it on Twitter. I let them know when we're recording and if they have something to say. Oh, I got a couple, actually. Uh, what do we got? All right, so... Josh, your next favorite movie, said... Haven't seen this yet. Daniel Day-Lewis is always good. Just not sure if it's my bag or not. And then we have and Carlo says I love this film the way that PTA builds this story about insecurities relationships toxic co-compendence and yes superstitions and curses it's magical yeah. and then he left a, and then he left his five star review from a uh, letterboxd on there which <laughs> I will go check out later who,
1: who is that who is
0: that a uh, friend of the show Carlo okay um, Carlo. that's his that's it's Carlo yeah
1: right on Carlo
0: yeah. um, I'll support that alright so box office receipts
1: In the operational
3: funds box, we will deposit 250000 American dollars.
0: You take it out, we put more in. I want
3: receipts.
0: All right, so Fan Thread premiered December 11th, 2017 at Walter Reed Theater before being released on December 25th, 2017 from Focus Features. It opened up. Twenty sixth place opening weekend. It was limited four theaters. That was it.
1: Now had you guys seen it before that Christmas? You I feel like it was. It. We saw it.
0: We saw it the first week. We saw it January third. Yeah, because okay. that's okay. it.
2: It, it opened.
0: Right it opened on Christmas in L. A. and New York. Just to
2: qualify for the Academy.
0: Four theaters. It's always two in L. A. Two in New York. It opened the twenty sixth place with hundred and sixteen thousand four hundred and ninety five to be exact. Um, where second weekend it went up by 11% and grossed $240,240 240. total gross was $47.7 million dollars against a $35 million budget so just small art house you know
2: gross I wouldn't ex- I
1: wouldn't expect anything you know it
0: wasn't you right. know making Buku hundreds of millions of dollars but that shit. wasn't the
2: intent anyway probably yeah. not but like the thing is and the thing that made me nervous after this one was like I fucking loved it, and I was like, "This is gonna make like no money whatsoever." Right, and there's gonna come a point where people stop giving him money to make this kind of movie. Right, like if this soggy like, Bottom like, turns like we, out to like make you know twenty yeah, like, million dollars, like, like we
1: get it. You're an tour, right. but you're you're not bringing us any profit. Right, if, if this next All movie we're doing is keeping your name alive and your fan base.
2: Yeah, at a certain point they're just going to stop giving him money So don't and be surprised if after this next one He's doing a Netflix movie or something I'm like sure that I'm sure Something uh, streaming Yeah, it I'm sure It wouldn't surprise It's,
1: it, it's going it, to I hate to say it because it right. should get a little more love than it does Or yeah. his work should His work gonna, in general should, right, right, those type of movies Everybody knows Boogie Nights and that's kind of it That's really They, yeah. they figure he's a one and done you know, director
0: Alright, let's meet the cast
2: Hey you guys Everybody focus up, okay? All eyes here I would like to announce that Ben and I are planning to produce a musical number from Godspell for the talent show tonight. <coughs> I'm sorry, Ben is producing. I am directing slash choreographing. I'm only speaking from personal experience, but if you can't carry a tune, don't come into the audition environment and waste our time. For serious, okay? Okay, and bring a lot of movement clothes, a.k.a. jazz shoes, dance belts, lycras, et al. And seriously, FYI, you guys, this is not an excuse to get out of your regular activities. This is an excuse to do some good musical theater. So be prepared, be enthusiastic, and leave your bullshit attitude and
0: baggage at the door because we don't need it. All right, so... Stars Daniel Day-Lewis as Reynolds Woodcock, Leslie Manville as Cyril Woodcock, and Vicky Kreps as Alma... ...Elson. Um, so go off all those three because that's pretty much your, your cast for this film. What's your favorite Daniel Day-Lewis movie, guys? Got one?
1: Oh, it's so hard to fucking nail down. I mean, it would
2: be the...
0: He doesn't have the biggest filmography. No, it's so. not. It's not a
1: lot to choose from. <laughs> like, I'm thinking do I all like this or There
2: Will Be Blood. Because it's yeah, one that's of those where, two performances Like, I'm, I'm
1: torn. I'm thinking I'm leaning a little more towards There Will Be Blood because it, uh, it, it it gave me a character that he built. It's a monumental performance. You know what I mean? I mean it it wasn't. Big. Whereas I don't want to say that this performance was toned down. But like we said earlier in the show... He's playing a little more close to home mm-hmm. as to who he may very well be, yeah. rather than just literally build a character from the ground up. Like, I mean, I could go as far as, say, my left foot, yeah, you know? Or even in The Name of the Father, where he played Jerry Conlon, a yeah, great like, fucking role.
2: Aside from a handful of movies, I've seen a bunch of his movies, and just like, you know, like The Name of the Father, I saw in the theater and haven't watched it since. Like really? You weren't, you he, know? He's a guy that I need to like kind of go back, like I've slept on, so I actually have right. something to look forward to is right. to go back and watch all of his movies. Right, like *My Beautiful Laundrette* and um, yeah, that's, uh, that's I've never seen it. Uh, what's the Michael Mann one, *Last of the Mohicans*? Yeah,
1: see, I haven't seen that either. Now I think Ed was giving me shit about having yet to watch that. Right. So on YouTube right now for free, gentlemen.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I, I have. Something I mean, I'm to look curious. I
1: want to because I mean, Christ, if a guy's gonna go out build a TP. You know, refused to wear a parka in the winter in New York because they weren't around in the 1830s. You know, catch pneumonia on the set of a Scorsese flick that he got nominated for. Mm -hmm. And, like, live the life of Lincoln while working with Spielberg. I mean, I'm going to give the guys... Lincoln's another
2: monumental performance.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard for me to say. I mean, obviously, I'm going to lean hard towards Daniel Plainview Mm -hmm. just because, like, he... uh, he really kind of disappeared in that role. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he kind of had the the handlebar mustache that Bill the Butcher had. And again, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a tie with Bill the Butcher and Daniel Plainview because both are just were like I can't find Daniel Day Lewis in yeah. there anywhere. I think mean,
0: you're both fucking crazy. It's Reynolds Woodcock's the right that's answer.
2: I, I, could, I could make an argument for this. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I think Reynolds it's one of Woodcock, things, whichever the one way. I'm watching at that moment. But, yeah, right, I mean, that's
1: just it. Like His freshest performance is my favorite, yeah. but I guarantee if we mix these up and like played DDL Scrabble and I just threw one in you know, a weekend and we we watched them out of order, you guys would change your tunes. Oh, yeah.
0: So his sister, uh, played by Leslie Manville, was an actress or is an actress who had kind of a small-ish career in the late 80s and 90s, but then kind of went away and made this resurgence in, you know, the, the, the 2010s. Yeah, and I don't remember ever seeing her anymore.
1: I mean, she worked primarily in the UK, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, the British television. Honestly, right. this
0: was... I mean, she was in Maleficent, which I've never seen, yeah, man, and man. its sequel. Uh, she was in the 2013 version of Romeo and Juliet, where she played the nurse.
1: Uh-huh. Um one again, time, I told you I'm not a big Baz Luhrmann fan at all. No, the
0: 2013 one. This, they, they did it again? This is the one with that has um, Haley Steinfeld in it. Oh,
1: or Steinfeld, Steinfeld. you just leave it at the one with Olivia Hussey? Who was it <laughs> That's a good version, by the way. Hey, it was a Zephyrini? Yeah, Zephyrelli, right? Zeffirelli. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Leave
1: it
3: at that.
0: Um, <laughs> but really hasn't done much since except for the Maleficent sequel and a couple of other smaller roles right. um,
1: so this is a little bit of a resurgence for her after what about 10, 20 I, I w- so like years well, I, w- I would yeah, say for, this, for
0: this is this is her big Sorting role actress. like this is she what she's going to be known for, for yeah. mm-hmm.
1: she deserved it man she yeah was, absolutely like I said you watch, you watch that character change yeah you know what I mean you and she does a lot of really thing. subtle things yeah yeah it was acting without dialogue yeah you know, yeah, which really is really good. You know, Mulligan is great at. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about a yeah. joy of Richard Mulligan. And
0: then rounding out the cast is Vicki uh, Krebs as uh, I, This
2: see, performance as Alma. to me is fucking like monumental. Like, Oh, yeah. And she didn't get nominated for this, which was a fucking.
1: But she got known for it. So there's. I but she, say it's she a, hasn't it's been in Like, what has she been off. in? The,
2: if it were me, she would be in every movie that comes <laughs> out. Like, that's how good she is. She in this followed
0: movie. this up with The Girl in the Spider's Web. Yeah, I've never seen that. Me neither. And then she did a couple things, but she's... I noticed she's in the the new uh Enlightenment film. Oh, is she? she plays the mother in the new. Um, oh Old. yeah, she is. She I'm is.
1: is yeah, so they they she's making some.
3: She's,
0: she's
2: doing something phenomenal in this. Yeah, like
1: she got a lot of press when this film yeah. came out. Deservedly really so. I think it's, like, was this her first movie? It was, it, it was at least the one. It was her breakthrough. This right. was not her first movie. It wasn't no, her first, so no, no. She had but quite the filmography prior to this. It was the one that really said, "Hey, this girl's got something." Yeah, which she does. He just found her, and it works. The first time you meet you feel like she's a clumsy bumpkin from right. That's how. Set side. up. Then, when in the first couple of minutes, you're like, "Wait a minute! She might be smarter than the right." She quickly it, like you're,
2: you're abused of that notion quickly. Like they don't. <laughs> right. It doesn't linger. Like where she's uh-uh. like a pumpkin.
1: It plants a seed just to, just to get you hooked. But right. then Again, know, she the, the, the movie
2: throughout it. kind of walks the line up to a convention, a movie convention. You know, not Comic Con, like a conventional <laughs> right. movie theme or plot line and then it just veers and, off in right, some it makes weird, weird direction. to go exactly
1: right. like throughout. And you're riveted because the the actors are, are supportive of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, okay, I, I see where we're going with this. Let's play. Yeah. It's great. All right, this is crew.
2: Well, my friend, this is crew. But don't even think about it. You don't look like you could
1: hang, Jermaine. The name's Jamal, and I'll fuck your crew up. Hold on. Hold
0: on. So, got the film directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Simple. Produced produced by Joanne Seller, Paul Thomas Anderson, Megan Ellison, and Danielle Lupi. Written for the screen by Paul Thomas Anderson. Music by Johnny Greenwood. We've already went and talked about one and two. Edited by Dylan Tickner. And cinematography by question mark. Paul (laughs) Thomas Anderson. We know who it is. Right. Um, Anything here you guys want to talk about? We've talked about PTA. Obviously, we talked about Greenwood. I'm, I'm not mean, familiar with Tichenor's work. As
1: far as the technical work, those—that's what I'm going to take away from. What we already discussed it was the cinematography and the score, well, and the
2: costumes, I, the the. Interior well, okay, yeah, design. costume design, like, yeah, so up the, top to bottom. But it's I, I, just obviously,
1: that, that 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 had to be one of your primary focuses. If you're going to do a contemporary period piece on 50s fashion, you better get that fucking shit right. Mm-hmm. You can't go just thrift storing it down and right. You know, fucking Phelps Porter and Alice. Right, Anderson, he's but he's really good because he does well, a lot of period movies, and they always look. like like they belong there's there's nothing
2: anachronistic about it it, no
1: no definitely not like I believe that even on the set of There Will Be Blood DDL probably lost 12 pounds sweating in wool in the middle of a fucking desert set what are shooting New Country for Old Men across Uh,
0: Tickner is I'm looking at his filmography he's edited pretty much all but Punch Drunk Love of, I was going to say, PTA's the name films. Bell, so that makes sense. If he edited The funny. Town, he edited Zero Dark Thirty, he edited Child 44, mm-hmm. and then he edited Phantom Thread. He's only the, edited four Child movies. Child
1: 44, is that, is that that... That's um, the one that with
0: uh, Tom, Tom Hardy? Yeah.
1: About the Russian serial killer? Yeah. Not a bad film. Have you seen that? What is it called? It's called Child 44. No, I've never seen it. It's that. a true story based, I think, right after the end of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And um, Tom Hardy plays... Almost like a, I guess like a like a like a KGB, former KGB, something like that. Yeah. And you know because of the, you know the fall of the USSR or whatever, him and his wife get you know relocated to like I don't know Berlin or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he picks up the case of a you know a series of dead children, and he's literally like working. It becomes a serial killer movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad flick. I, obviously, I turned it on because Tom Hardy was right. in it. Right, but have you ever come across yeah, I don't it, man? Check out across yeah, it. Yeah, it seems like a boring premise, but it hooks you, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It yeah, kind reminds good of me I like Tom
2: Hardy you. enough that I'll watch something just because. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's playing a Russian with just a British accent, yeah, but you just let him shit out. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give it a run. All
0: right, finger looking good.
1: <laughs> finger licking good. Hard uh, said, mine, man, from the time he walks into the Thursday afternoon surprise dinner <laughs> to the end of that dinner, man. I mean that, and the you know nobody gives a fuck, tinker's fuck. But I mean, just that 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 five six minute scene of Alma's surprise dinner for Reynolds, I think he just fucking shines because mm-hmm. he still hasn't. There, there's still no crescendo to his character arc yet, but this is the this is about as evil as he's gonna fucking get, mm-hmm. and the way only only DDL can sell it that way. I mean, somebody else could have played the role, but nobody could have kept me as riveted. Yeah, as a way to DDL deliver that, sh- those lines, especially with the way it's lit. You know, I love how he's like, almost like he's shone down upon like a son of God, mm-hmm. while he's screaming up at her. Yeah, that's like, and then he just continues to berate her throughout the dinner, while extremely overdressed in his pajamas. <laughs> right. That's my favorite part. But still. That's my finger-licking good moment right there. Is is that whole surprise dinner scene for me, Justin?
2: Yeah, I can't narrow it down. The ones, not to cop out, but like there's so many shots. Yeah. Oh, I'm there, copping out. Like I said, that shot at the beginning where the seamstresses are coming in and mm-hmm. it pans up. There, that shot where Alma goes out to dance and it's like shot down that hallway and he like peeks around the corner. Yeah. And like I yeah. freaking love that shot. He,
1: what's beautiful is because the, the way it's filmed, he expects you to understand. He doesn't hold your hand. But like they're just, like, if film. nothing
2: else, they're beautifully composed Yes. Shots. Like, the shots with the Alps
1: in the background, the
2: shots mounted on the car. Yeah. Like, there are just so many, like... Moments. Unlike Zack
1: Snyder, he should DP for himself right. more often.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, moments of dialogue,
1: like we've been saying
2: throughout... There's like Vicky Creep's whole performance there yeah. are just too many things that I love about it yeah. for me to go this one moment in particular like I just I'm love just saying, saying if, if I had to say one that I'll, oh, that yeah, I'll, that yeah. I'll play
1: over my mind mm-hmm. it's that that's the one that gives me goosebumps yeah. and makes me want to learn the dialogue right. is that scene mm-hmm.
0: I mean, my favorite shot is the car the, when he's driving through the country yeah, in the it's, beginning that's, that's fucking cool as shit I, I when I think it's, of this film I think about that shot like said
1: it, it, it reminds me of an old Fellini film mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's what I took away from it this yeah. time I never noticed it until now
2: Making a foreign film, yes, yeah. pretty much because his movies are like uber American, they're, yeah. they're about Americans yeah. in America. So he went back and he like made his version of a
1: foreign that, film that, that early 60s, you know, new wave, mm-hmm. you know, avant garde, yeah, European film. Yeah, it, it is like a I feel that bleeding European. through the whole yeah, film. Exactly. Uh,
0: speaking of taking things, biggest takeaways,
1: Mr. Madison,
3: what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
1: I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You guys go um, first.
0: I'll start off like yeah, it off. I mean, yeah, for me, yeah. the biggest takeaway, it's the music, the cinematography, Daniel day lewiss fucking performance. Uh, Vicky Crips fucking performance. Um,
2: you say Crips, I say Creeps. I don't know who's right, but it's K R I E P S. A P S. It's so just, Crips, Creeps. Just so when you hear saying it different, Cripes, <laughs> shikes. tomato You both
0: I got like a covers. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, uh, just for the minimal amount of talent that just knock it all out of them, All three of them just knock it out of the park. Um,
2: Meaning there's only three
1: leads in the entire Really, world. yeah. Yeah, yeah so you know, every, everything, everything else is like fleeting
0: Reynolds, background. Reynold, Ciro, Al, uh, right. and Alma. Yeah. We're
1: literally watching these three be sewn together. Yeah. Hence the Phantom Threat.
0: Um, I've loved this film since that advanced screening that night. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck you both, just, by the way. You know.
2: That's, thought, that's
0: my biggest takeaway, <laughs> really.
2: Yeah, my I guess my biggest takeaway would just be... Uh, Vicky Creep's performance. Like that just, like I said, she should be in every movie. That's how much I, I love I, Every viewing's a
0: reminder just how good she like, is. And the other two are, are fucking
2: how, phenomenal, but she's like a step above it. It's
0: mind. insane she wasn't nominated.
2: That, that just, and I looked at who was nominated that year. It was all good nominations. And then it was Meryl Streep for The Post. I'm a huge Meryl Streep fan. The, that Tom Hanks shit. And The Post Hank is a shit, fine movie. Like, it's Steve, not Spielberg, Steven Spielberg liberal, yeah. like, nonsense. But like it's not a bad movie. But like she got the nomination because of her, her name. Every fucking time she makes a movie like she, she gets nominated for it. It's like, come on, man. There's somebody. Else. And I think she would probably feel the same way about I'm it. I'm sure like,
1: she would. I think you're right. I think it was. I, I think what it was is, is Krebs was too new. Yeah. I don't know. I she, that,
2: she, that was her slot, though. I, I feel like she got robbed. Uh, because
1: of Meryl Streep in the post no offense at all to Meryl Streep no not at all I'm not a huge fan oh fuck
0: right. that she's had way too many moments where she gets nominated for bullshit just for being shit. Meryl Streep didn't yeah. she get
2: nominated for fucking Into in the, the Woods, woods where yeah, she's right. in there for into like, the like the 10 w- minutes yeah. or something like that's that that's what I mean it's like obligatory fuck off it's, <laughs> it's gotta be embarrassing for her because people like us are she's probably and fucking nitpick.
0: behind it Nah, she's she, probably threatening the I academy. Like, Look, I, I, think, I, think I got this new movie coming
1: I, I, out. You better fucking put me on there. Nah, I'm thinking. She I'm seems thinking like a cool like lady. I don't know. I don't <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. enough is enough. My work speaks for itself. Right. I don't give a shit about your stats. Exactly. I'll put some hanger on total. So Surprised you're getting on there for fucking <laughs> yeah. it's complicated or something. You know?
0: Right.
1: Sean. So um mine is much like they say: don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Don't judge a movie by its marketing. Yeah. Because I was even the talent behind this film, and we've already discussed this both on and off the air multiple times. Um, I was nowhere intrigued, and I felt like, okay, maybe this is a PTA flick I can sleep on. Maybe I just don't want this to be DDL's last performance, so I'm going to leave it where, you know, in my mind, I'm going to leave it where it's at Mm. and pretend this isn't there. And then you two persistent fuckers were both like, dude, you're doing it a disservice, trust us. And like I said, if there was any if there was any two voices I was gonna listen to outside of my old ladies when it comes to shut up, you'll like this movie, sit down and watch it, it's you two guys. And I was mad And even though I had gotten over the whole fucking advanced screening. When I sat down here and finally watched it for the first time, I'm like, you, I got mad at you guys again. I'm like, you sons of bitches. (laughs) Sitting there
0: anger watching for all their own reasons. (laughs) No,
1: no, no. I didn't hate watching until the end. And I'm like, these two sons of bitches went through this without me. Nobody even gave me a phone call. But yeah, so that's, that's my takeaway is like, yes, it seems boring, BBC masterpiece theater, you know. Drone, like a setting that you're not going to be intrigued by but let's face it neither was there will be blood no offense know, to our people. English listeners not probably. at all not at all not at all but it's just it's it's not love
0: you guys the 4% we love you right it's,
1: it's it, what I'm what I'm saying is it's not something that, that just you know grabs you by the boo catches your eye makes you go like I gotta see that movie opening right. weekend outside of the names that are on the credit block so yeah man I you know I had this is one of I think four, maybe five movies in my lifetime where I've had to eat my words after having finally seen the finished product and say, you know what? I thought I was going to hate it. I now cherish it, love it, and will watch it on a regular basis mm-hmm. until I shuffle off this mortal coil. Yeah. Much like Guadagnino's Suspiria. Mm-hmm. You remember how I was fucking against that shit. Right. And then when I finally eyes on it, I just couldn't get it out of my fucking brain. Yeah. You know, so...
2: I think there are certain times when you can safely
1: prejudge a movie before seeing it. You know, right. Like. I, it's it's but and but the good part is is it didn't give away the film to me. Oh, not at all. You know what I mean? It let me discover it for myself, yeah. knowing that eventually I would probably come around to it, mm-hmm. whether it be in the theater, you know, at a friend's house, on demand, whatever. The fact that I finally did get around to it, and then finding that, having that moment of joy, like, oh man, what have I been sleeping right. on all this time? Mm-hmm. So that's my takeaway, man. Don't judge the movie by its marketing. If it seems like it's gonna bore you, but there's at least something that intrigues you, give it a fucking run, because you might end up surprised like I did.
0: All right, Mulligan moment. If
3: you had to do it all over again, would you make the same choices?
0: Justin, you start? I mean,
2: start? There, there simply isn't one. And I, I feel I like I do zero. that every... No, I had some for Casino, but like Goodfellas, I said the same thing. I mean, I wouldn't change a frame of the, of the entire movie. Uh, so you do have one? I don't.
0: Oh, okay. I don't. No, this is flawless. This yeah, fucking movie's flawless.
1: Exactly. I can't. I, mean, I can't think of a single thing I would change. I'm pretty
0: right. sure I have a full review written on my letterbox. It's five stars all mm-hmm. the way. So yeah, yeah there's, yeah, it's there's, a there's,
1: movie there's not a moment that makes me, you know, scratch my head, say, why was that there? Right. Where right. was their Where was their motivation? Mm-hmm. Or what was the outcome of this unresolved? You know, or I would have done that model. differently if I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, right. I'm, I'm with you, fellas. No, I mean, he's, he, um
2: everything every detail is spot
1: on it's it, it, it really is and it put again it, it like peels back that curtain lets you look through the people and the world that you really don't know much about you're not really invited into but for at least a couple hours mm-hmm. you get to peek into it and see how it operates yeah. or at least a, you know a corner of it mm-hmm. operates which is rewarding and educational for an individual human being
0: And final thoughts
1: um, don't sleep on this one guys man. Don't yeah. sleep. If you slept this, if if you slept this long, don't sleep any longer. I slept long enough. These guys woke up early. They didn't. They let me sleep in. We never slept. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. This is one like
2: there's a handful like Tarantino, the Cohens, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Michael Mann. Um, uh, Craig yeah, they, Zoller is on that list for yeah, me now. Yeah, their names their on guys something. Their names yeah. on
1: something. Like I want to try to be there the first night. Yeah, it's, time. It's, I,
0: it's like I'm me sorry. with Adam Wangard and shit. Yeah,
1: regard regardless of the setting, I'm you know I I have to put my tr- my my faith and my trust in the all four because right. I figure like oh great he's gonna get all Chimino and bored a shit out of him. Right. You know what I mean or mm-hmm. get all pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. or full of himself and lead me down this path that he's passionate about that nobody else in the fucking world cares about and that's kind of how I looked at it originally. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and I got to stop doing that because well, it, you know it, they're making movies for, you know, for the story and they know it's yeah. not going to play if it's just like, oh, it's my way. I
2: my mean, mind. like if I, I'm not like one who picks favorites, like I can't do this is my favorite movie. This is my favorite yeah, actress. I like too I'm much having. shit what, to like what, pick a favorite. You know, but, right. I haven't seen them all ever. Like if I did have to Ooh. pick a favorite director, gun to my head situation, it might be Paul Thomas Anderson. Like I'll watch any fucking thing the guy does. Yeah. Because he knocks it out of the park every time, not every time because I don't punch drunk love, but right. again, it's a movie that it's I can like look- you, buddy. It's a movie that I can look at. I just don't like it. Right. But like, there's no he doesn't ever do and if it'll anything. If he'll take you out of your
1: comfort zone and make you feel comfortable in an area you're not comfortable with, yeah, and or, he's or, like, or had no interest in.
2: It seems like nobody's trying to write the
1: great American novel anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, you're but right. But he's I agree. doing
2: that the, on film. Yeah, every one of his movies is like another swing at the great American novel. You're you know right. what? Does that make that's, sense? I absolute right?
1: fucking mm-hmm. movie, man. I couldn't put it. It's better a very
2: litera- He's like a literary Hands filmmaker. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, why, like, very, that, that's my biggest takeaway. Anything the guy does, I'm fucking there for it.
0: I think you speak for all of us with that one. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on
1: what you just said. Absolutely, man.
0: Alright gang, so this film is sponsored by Sheik. Whoever invented that ought to be spanked in public. I don't even know what that word means. They should be
1: drawn in fucking quartered.
0: What is that word? Fucking chic? All that being said, this film definitely gets the film effects seal of approval and that'll bring things home for this edition of the show. One down many more to follow. We'll be back later on this week to coincide with the release of Fast 9 with an episode of Fast 5, My Favorite of the Franchise, the last one that Sean's seen. Yeah,
2: sweet Jesus. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> and
0: next week, like I mentioned at the top of the hour, at the, at, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we'll be joined by Anne from Best Film Ever on our episode covering Hateful Eight next Monday on the pod, on the main feed, guys. Um, so, Yeah. Before we get out of here, I'm going to let you guys know that, that you can check out our ever-growing collection of previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, and everywhere else you enjoy your favorite shows. Check out the website, podpage.com slash the-film-effect-podcast, where you can check everything out all in one place, including our merch store. And, uh, yeah, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Sean, what's the handles?
2: You want to do it with me? Oh man, I'm not a social media guy. Yeah. You, I've heard you guys say it two dozen times, and I have He's no fucking
1: remember. idea. I forgot to bring Justin up on this movie, <laughs> guys. If you want to check us out on the socials, Facebook, um, uh, <laughs> Instagram. Instagram, you're gonna find us at the Film Effect Podcast. How about Twitter? That's gonna be Film Effect
0: Pod. And old school emails. What's the address?
1: Yeah, the Film Effect Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Justin, man, it's been fucking great. Yeah, thanks thanks me, for joining man.
0: us.
2: Yeah, I'm glad that we got always to spread bad. our wings. It doesn't always have to be a Scorsese movie, although nah, I'm not complaining nah, about it, that. If but, it appeals uh, to the three of us, why not fucking get it? Oh, I don't,
0: it, don't yeah. give a good goddamn flying fuck. We're still the <laughs> good take Goodfellas take crew. Yeah, crew. I don't give a, it's it's a take us fucking curse, what, what you call us?
1: You got it, you got it, you got him at That poster you made. Oh, it was awesome. The three of us. like I was getting
2: nervous when the casino one was coming out. I was like, I hope I'm not Sharon Stone. That's
1: funny.
0: But yeah, because we still got episode or part two of that. Yeah, it's
1: the second half of casino, and we're gonna be doing the Irishman coming up at the end of the summer, guys. Yes, yeah,
0: so we got so yeah, it's you, not you, the you last we're gonna hear of Justin. Fucking idiots. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm gonna take
1: us out, Sean. Ah uh, yes, sir. Guys, uh, we shall see y'all next time when those theater lights go dim. The opening credits. I've
0: been Ed, that's been Sean and Justin. It's been fun, but now it's done. <laughs> Alright guys, take care. That's a wrap.